Welcome everybody to episode 66 of SAMA. SAMA is a program where we normally invite an expert to talk about their area of expertise, but today we have me, so I'll do my best and fill the shoes in of an expert. Today's subject is Spooky Scalar, so if you have any questions whatsoever about Spooky Scalar, either ask it through chat, if you've registered with the Zoom conference and you're with me now, or you can ask your questions underneath the video, which is live streaming as I speak in the uh, Spooky to Rife for Life uh, Facebook group. So just ask your questions under there. And Sam is the hard person, hard-working gentleman you never or hardly ever see behind me. He's now in China. I'm in France. He forwards the questions on to me, and then I can answer them directly online. But it's, it's great to be back again. Um, it's not often that we talk specifically about spooky. When we invite an expert online, we ask the expert, now talk about your area of expertise. There's nothing about spooky. It's all about, it's all about education, learning, teaching people how to better handle their health. And so sometimes spooky sneaks in the conversation but we try and keep it focused on what the expert is most knowledgeable about so yeah it's great to be back we seminar is a weekly seminar and we're up to number 66 which is making me feel a little bit old but you know it's great to be back okay now let's get this underway already now, even before I've started talking, someone's asked, or two two people have asked questions, so I'll answer those and get straight into the presentation. Now, the first question is from Karen Hughes. Karen, I think, is an online viewer. Uh, yes, she is. And Karen, you're asking, well, using the scalar molecular effects, of essential oils, vitamins, and so on, deplete the effectiveness of the product over time. In other words, will I need to replace the essential oil? Now, what Karen is talking about is something that we'll be discussing later on during the summer, where you put a substance on Spooky Scalar, and that substance modulates. The information of that substance is transferred through the scalar wave through your body, and Karen is concerned that the effects of the product will diminish over time well karen the answer is no you can use the same product time and time again i remember seeing a reading about the most hated man on the internet and no it isn't me it's another gentleman and he's been thrown into jail which is probably where he deserves because he increased the price of a cancer drug by something like two thousand percent he did this because of a boardroom meeting. Now, this is a subject which I'm pretty hot about, so don't get me started on that. But the bottom line is you can buy one of his super expensive drugs and, and use it day in, day out for a year, and the drug will not diminish in its effectiveness. You can keep on using it time and time again. Okay, keeping away from politics and anything sensitive. Okay, now, um, Christian Mihok, I think this is a Facebook question, so that's good. I like these questions coming in. 
our Christian asks, Plasma versus scalar for cancer. Now, this is a good question. Now, it's a, it's a good question for two reasons. First of all, that's the question. It's, it's a real short one, so I can read it without any, <laughs> without any problems. But yeah, yeah, the, the, probably the, the bigger reason why it's a good question is it's a question that's on many people's minds. They may have a spooky plasma and be thinking, well, okay, this spooky scalar's come out. Is it better to run a spooky scalar for cancer treatments? I guess the quick answer is we don't really know because they, they, they approach it from different angles. Now, one thing that spooky plasma is great for is killing things, killing pathogens. And so we have had fantastic results for cancer treatments with scalar, with, sorry, with plasma. Scalar is more like a healing device. It gives the body ability to heal. And it does it in a very subtle way, a very gentle way. And it uses a wave, it uses a field type which is not inherently unhealthy like EMF, which is what plasma puts out. Now, Christian, I'm going to answer the question very fully through demonstration in one of the very first slides that I have in the presentation. So just bear with me, maybe in about five minutes, I'll share a video and you can see um, what Spooky Scalar has done for a stage four lung cancer patient. Now, let's say we get started, get started now. I'll just see if I've got the presentation ready to go. I have. So now I go straight to share screen, which is down there. And I will share my screen. Now, this is the presentation that we have ready for Spooky Scanner. If I can have feedback from someone. Someone just to state that they can see the screen okay. I guess it can because it says that the screen is being shared. This is a stage four lung cancer remission. A remission from a lady who lives in China. She received one of our very first units and she, well I won't give the story away. I'll let her say it in her own words. I'll turn my volume up. Hello, my name is Stacy San. I like to share my experience with the Spooky Two, and uh, I'm currently living in Shanghai. The first time I got the chance to experience a Spooky Two is uh, this year, February 2018. February. What happened was is uh, beginning 2013 when I live in Los Angeles. I was uh, diagnosed uh, some water on my left breast. Uh, and uh, since then, the doctor urged me to check uh, on my breast frequently. Uh, but I really didn't care uh, enough. And 2015, I went to Chinese hospital. It's called Xihe Hospital, uh, which is a wonderful top hospital. And I did an echo there and they found uh, some liquid uh, liquid there, so which is some water on my uh, left breast. And this year, 2018, 
two days before the Chinese New Year's, I had a tremendous pain on my breast on both sides. So I was really, really scared. And I, I, I went to a hospital to check like urgently. Mm, that was uh, uh, specialized in women, uh, women patients. It's called uh, Shanghai Yangpu Women Hospital. And uh, the check, the result, they say they found some liquid and some nuts uh, on the both side. And uh, so they says that you have to further diagnose, which kind of give me a sense of uh, urgency. So I was really like living in a fair uh, during the Chinese New Year for the almost 12 days because I was not able to schedule another appointment and because the Chinese uh, New Year's holiday just to start off. And during this time, I got the chance to meet a friend and spend uh, the entire Chinese holiday together with, uh, with his family. And uh, his name's Yola, and he's from America. And when I shared this, you know, I have this pain, and Yola said, well, I'm using this machine and right now, if you like, you can check, it may help. So, and I did it. I didn't expect anything. I just feel whatever is available during that time can help. So I took the chance. And right after Chinese New Year finished and all the, you know, everybody back to the work, I went to uh, Shanghai Huangpu Hospital, which is particular for women. And they are the authority um, hospital for doing this. And the chat, I did two things. One is ultrasound. The other is, uh, I forgot the English word. It's just, a, you know, the big machine and press your breast. It's, it was very painful. Uh, Chinese word is say, ba. So I did. And the result was very surprised. But the doctor told me, you have a very young breast and your breast is in the perfect condition. And I think it can't be. I've been having, I've been told having the water on my, you know, left hand side for since 2013. And this is almost five years. So immediately I was thinking it must be that spooky too I was trying. And that machine was not even the updated version. So I really felt this machine get my water out. And uh, two months ago, my sister diagnosed uh, lung cancer. And I bought this machine for my sister as a gift together with uh, uh, another two big black boxes, which is particular focus on cancer treatment. Those three machines I bought it for my sister. And she has been using since uh, I think since May 15 or June, I forgot, or the end of May. And uh, two weeks ago, she did uh, analyzation on, on her chemotherapy because every other two times, chemotherapy needs to be reevaluated. And the doctor surprising find out her water all of the water because she has that kind of water on her lung is all gone and the cancer reduced from 100 percent to 70 percent 
because I remember clearly, and this hospital is 301 Army Hospital, is China really the top one. And together with the Xiehe uh, Hospital, these two, one is for Army, the other is for, you know, which is public, it's really the top two. And the doctor told us clearly, your sister can only live for a year and cannot be cured. And the medicine, the chemo medicine we're using is all imported from America, which is very expensive. And they're saying this one can only have a 25% effectiveness to be expected. So this machine, I truly believe, and my sister feel the same, is that this machine help the chemotherapy tremendously. So we are waiting to see uh, another two-round evaluation that was going to be happening in August, August uh, 15, and I'm expecting the miracle to happen. The rest, the 30% uh, cancer will be gone. So I really believe Spooky 2 and uh, its associated product, those two boxes, I forgot the name, and they really has tremendous value to patients and even to regular people. I also impressed by Aiko um, and, uh, and her husband, Mr. John White. I only got a chance to meet with them once very briefly through my friend Yola, which is said hello. I think they have a very good heart and they really mean well, they're very genuine people. Um, I trust them and I believe in them. And that's why I like to uh, share this story and uh, hope more and more people, you know, get to know Icon and John and uh, get their help. Okay, well, I'm hoping that the audio came through okay. Um, sorry, it sounded, <laughs> it kind of sounds like a sales pitch, doesn't it? But it wasn't meant to. I mean, she, she's, she just sent us a video to say thank you to us. Now, what it was was this. Her sister was diagnosed with stage 4 breast cancer. After two months of treatment, the cancer tumour shrank to 30% of its original size. Uh, how amazing is that? And this is just so recent. Uh, this woman was one of the first ones to receive our unit. She was, she was a friend of a friend who had met once, and with an emergency case like stage four breast cancer, where the person's told at best they can live for a year, we we pull out all the stops to try and try and help her as much as possible. So we gave her one of our very 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 first units. Now she says at the end of the video that she's hoping for a miracle. Well, the miracle arrived. The um, after sending us the video, her sister went in for further tests, and the report came in, and the report was amazing. So let's go. Let's. Look at that report now. Here we have the three different tests. The tests on the left, 
the tumor marker test, you can see the red arrows. The red arrows indicate what tests are over the set point. But, uh, okay, well, we'll carry on. The, the CAA test was extremely high. It's 12.08. Another marker for the breast cancer is CA125 at 220. Now, both of these went down in the next test. Now, the first test was done on the 15th of June. So, three weeks after that, on the 8th of July, we go to the middle tumor marker test. And that you can see the results there. The CIA went down from 12 to 10. CA125 went from 220 to 88. Uh, sorry, from 220 to 39, just under 40. And on the right, you'll see what she, what she sent us by phone. What you see here is a photograph of a, of a mobile phone screen. And if I can get, oh, I guess I can't move my video. So, but you can see the data there. Now, the CAA, the CEA, has dropped, it's plummeted on the 21st of August. This was only like a week ago. It's plummeted from the original value of 12 right down to 3. And the CA125 has dropped from the original value of 220 all the way down to 15. Now, all of the test results now are within specification for a healthy person. So according to tests, this woman, the sister of the person who you saw in the video, no longer has cancer. The tumour size is also pretty interesting. Now you heard this woman say the tumour had shrunken to 30% of the original size. Well, when she sent us the information, the photograph on her phone, her tumour had shrunken to 5%. Of the original size. So this woman with all her blood tests that indicate she no longer has cancer and the tumor having shrunken to within a very short period of time to 5% of its original size. That's the miracle that this woman was praying for. It's the miracle that Spooky is aiming for as well. So this is a real result from a person who we know through a friend and who we've changed the life of her sister. And so we've, you know, Spooky Scaler has provided the miracle that they're praying for. So that, of all the things that have happened in 2018, this thing is one of the best. <laughs> As it is, you know, when I'm working so hard to provide solutions and then you think sometimes gosh you know what's it all for what's it you know it's just taking so much of my life and then i hear reports like this it makes it all worthwhile so that's fantastic news and of course we're so happy now you can see here a graph of the cea and the c125 the red lines indicate normal range the blue is the value and the test results of 
sister of that woman, you can see how it basically all the numbers just plummeted down to within healthy range. So this woman's sister now has got a life. <laughs> she no longer has a a danger of death within a year. And of course doctors are baffled. Doctors get baffled quite often. Now, I see a few questions coming through. Now uh, let's say I go through a few more um, pages within this presentation, then I'll go and answer those questions. I can't see the questions while I'm going through the presentation, unfortunately. It's a quirk of the software. Okay, so we're talking about Spooky 2 Scalar. Now, Spooky 2 Scalar is different from the other Spooky 2 products, and it's different to most other Rife or treatment devices out there. The difference is the scalar field. Now the key to healing is information, scalar information. Our cells actually naturally communicate using scalar fields. And when this communication is blocked through tumors or some other means, our health deteriorates. Now Spooky 2 Scalar can restore our body's natural healing mechanisms. This is an interesting page. Plants also benefit from scalar fields. And here's the story behind this photo. On the right, you'll see a plant. It's the size of a triffid. Now, a triffid is a fictional plant which walks around and eats people. Well, this plant does, didn't do that, but it's large enough to be a triffid. It's resting now. We got chopped because we didn't think of it at the time, but we should have kept its seeds. But it's resting on our table just outside our house. This is a plant that was growing within the scalar field that we have running 24-7 at home. Now, this plant did more than flourish. It basically took, <laughs> took, over, took over the place. Now, that table is about one and a half meters in diameter. That's about four and a half feet I suppose, four, maybe five feet in diameter. On the left you'll see what it should look like, which is a little shrub which you normally have in a little bowl like this. It took off, it really absorbed the scalar energy and grew ferociously. It's a very healthy plant, it would grow daily, inches. <laughs> It was one healthy plant until it got shot. Spooky scalar is comprised of two black cases. One is called a transmitter and the other is a receiver. Funnily enough, because one transmits information and the other one receives. The transmitter is turned on and tuned. Anyone or anything between the lids of the two cases receives life-giving scalar waves. The scalar treatments can be that simple. So at last you've got a spooky device that you can just turn on and then turn your back on it. Most spooky devices you've got to choose frequencies, programs. You've got to learn things about modulation and all this sort of thing. Spooky scalar, well, it's a little bit more simple than that. It's a sort of product which is my personal favorite because anything I can use, anyone else can use. So... It can be as simple as that. So who discovered scalar energy? Well, years and years ago, 
a real smart guy by the name of ja uh, James Clark Maxwell. He's a Scottish scientist born in 1831. He worked out that there will be a scalar field, but he didn't have the means to detect it. It took a genius of the, met the size of Nikola Tesla to actually prove the existence of scalar energy. The benefits of scalar energy. When two electromagnetic waves come together from two opposing converging vectors, a scalar field is created. That scientist talk for if two sources emit the same signal where the sort when the waves meet, that's where you get the scalar field. Now scalar field scalar waves are different from regular waves as you know it. And I always struggle to try and describe what a scalar field or scalar wave looks like. I usually use the term field because a scalar wave is actually pretty much stationary, which is kind of unusual when someone makes statements like it travels faster than the speed of light. So what am I trying to say? Something that's stationary is moving faster than the speed of light. It's, it's really unusual, but we'll get into this just in a little while. Um, the, the details are here for those who want to read. I want to keep the talk in English as best as I can. But basically, scalar waves are a standing field. The field itself is stationary, but, if, but the information that travels through this field travels faster than the speed of light, or can travel faster than the speed of light. So what are the benefits of scalar energy? It increases the energy level of every single cell in your body to the ideal range. It's actually a minus 70 to minus 90 millivolts. The cell wall permeability is improved. In other words, nutrients can come in, killer cells can go in, and the toxins can be eliminated. Scalar field cleanses the blood. It improves the immune function by as much as 149%. These notes, by the way, have got references which aren't in the presentation, but if you want to look at the original document, it has the source of all this information. It improves mental focus. Now, what was I talking about? That doesn't happen so much now because I generally spend a lot of time in the scalar field, apart from right now while we're in France, but I'm in holiday mode, so that's okay. And it balances the hemispheres of the brain, as is proven through EEG analysis. That's really cool because children that have got autism have actually improved to the point where they no longer have the symptoms of autism when they spend a lot of time in the scalar field, which is kind of cool. It also functions as, as an antidepressant, and with the way that politics and everything is now, I think everyone needs <laughs> something like that, something more natural than the drugs that are the alternative. So what are scalar waves? Well, back to Nikola Tesla in the 1900s, early 1900s, he discovered an electromagnetic longitudinal wave. He didn't call this wave a scalar wave, but that is what it was. He found that it could carry lossless transmission of power over great distances, and it could also pass through solid metal objects with no loss of power. 
it's something which we not talk about at school, whether it's through electrical school, university, high school. Scalar waves are pretty much overlooked, but scalar waves is just absolutely amazing. They can pass through things which EMF, regular radio waves, cannot pass through. And they're healthy because they are the field. Scalar, the scalar field is a field that the body is naturally using as communication. When you think, how does a cell here know what a cell is doing? Sorry, how a cell is doing there? If it's using electromagnetic means of communication, the distance that a cell could communicate would be in nanometers because the power is very low. But scalar waves don't have this impediment. They can go over great distances. And so cells can communicate from one side of your body to the other. So in the 21st century, the term scalar waves was given to this type of field. Scalar waves are instantaneous longitudinal waves that encompass the field. I said this, but no, they're not actually instantaneous. But they happen very, very quickly. And it is in the spooky scalar, around one and a half times the speed of light. So it's pretty much as good as instantaneously, certainly faster than think of an eye. Now the waves are longitudinal. That means they go this way rather than this way, which is how regular radio waves behave. Now longitudinal waves aren't that exotic. After all, sound waves are the same type of wave. But it's the way that the waves are formed and the type of energy that's within the wave that's the magic of scalar. Now, Nikola Tesla was focusing more on the transportation of energy in his patents. He did describe in his literature how when he ran his equipment, he felt good, he felt great. And he used to invite his friends to stand in the field. There were the fields that were produced by his machines. He didn't use the term scalar wave because that came later. But Nikola Tesla lived to a ripe old age himself. And that is because one of the features of scalar waves. Scalar waves can also convey information. The information can be from a healing substance. So not only can scalar waves just in themselves, just by turning the unit on, have a, I won't use the word healing effect, though that is what I'm really wanting to say, a very therapeutical effect, I might say. But you can also pass information through the scalar wave. And that information can be from a healing substance, something your body needs so that your body became, becomes uh, healed. <laughs> through want of a better word. Okay, now, what say I quit this, uh, I'll stop the share screen, and I will look at the questions that, were, that have come up so far, and then we'll start on the presentation again. Okay, let's have a look. And thank you, Bernhard. We will contact you if you come to Germany. Bernhard has graciously offered his help if you decide to go to Germany, which we do do. Germany is a great country. It's more open than other countries to alternative methods for medicine. 
I believe German Germany is leading other countries in that field. Okay, uh, Charlotte. Hey, Charlotte, it's great to see you back with us. Uh, Charlotte is a regular on our summer programs. Charlotte is asking the question about tuning. Is tuning from the receiver the most accurate? Okay, Charlotte, if you don't mind, I'll answer that question later on because I that is in one of my presentation pages where I go through the tuning procedures and explain which one is the best and why all three differ from each other. A question from Bernhard Sadler, the um, gentleman from, from Germany. Is the distance from the two scalar devices uh, within the distance? Are you asking me? Within the distance of the two scalar devices, can the various DNA, parasites and substances, how can I be sure that only those... Okay, this is another question which I'll answer later question, later on. Bernhard is asking a question which I haven't even started about, but these people are, are pretty keen to know the, the answers. Bernhard, I will answer your question. Let's say I go through the presentation. If, if, if I don't answer your question during the presentation, when it's completed, Please give me the a poke in the ribbon and say, Oi, I haven't answered it yet. But um, I will answer your question fully. Okay, and Daniel Carrington has asked a question. Is there any way that you can broadcast audio through Spooky Scalar or encode the information field of words? Well, Spooky Scalar does not have a built in way of modulating through audio. If you're good with electronics, you can convert an audio signal to a frequency which is acceptable through the generator input of Spooky Scalar. You need to convert an analog signal, which is floating around zero volts, to a zero to five volt digital signal. It's not too hard. For people that know electronics, you'd want to use a voltage comparator. You'd set the, the reference voltage to something like it depends what audio input you have, but maybe something like 100 millivolts and make sure you have some built-in hysteresis. I'm sorry to talk technical, but that's the answer to the question. Hey, let's go into the share page again and continue. Oh, actually there's some questions coming through the Q&A. And Sam, I see you're putting them through the Q&A too. Okay. Uh, question, I think I've answered your question on plasma versus scalar. This is not an easy question to answer. I love both of them. There's a place for both of them. But we've had a very good example of this woman who was told that they're going to die within a year and now they no longer have cancer and the shrunken, tumor has shrunken to 5% of the original size. So I think, I think I'll go for scalar for most instances of cancer and for more than just that reason but I'll be covering them very shortly in the presentation. Uh, now Jeff Armitage, hi Jeff, you're asking through Facebook how would you know if the scalar was working? I mean making a difference. Well you feel it Jeff because you still go for tests. One thing that I believe modern medicine is good at for all the things I think it's bad at 
One of the things it's good at is diagnosis. And so there's nothing better than getting the results back, getting your report card and getting straight A's. You see all the numbers going down, everything which is bad is going down, everything is good is going up. And that's how you know for sure. But also between these diagnostic tests, these lab tests, you do get the feeling of well-being. When I first started using Spooky Scalar the very first night, I dreamt in Technicolor. And it wasn't just, it was more than that. It really felt I was in that dream. It was more lifelike than, than being there. It was just remarkable. And I woke up and had tremendous bucket loads of energy. It's really hard to describe, you know. I, I guess that maybe my the cells in my body just needed that little bit of a little bit of a kickstart to 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 um, to feel that 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 vigorated feeling. Now, there's nothing wrong with me that I know. Of. I haven't got any cancer or anything, but just the feeling of well-being and able to sort of conquer things, overcome problems which which were until then unsurmountable. It's great. And so this is really my personal experience, early experience of Scalar. And I've been within the Scalar field every time I've been sleeping since then, apart from this trip here now in France. And it's just been from good to better to better. It's just been improving all the time. This is feeling of general well-being. I meditate in the scalar field because, as, as the regulars know, I've started doing transcendental meditation. And yeah, this thing's seen things so much better. The plant which was growing in the field certainly seems to like the field as well. Not now, it's been chopped down, but it seems to like the field very much, very much indeed. So that's, I guess, Jeff a way that you know whether it's doing any good. You have this feeling of well-being, feeling of overall energy. If you have symptoms of your condition, you'd feel if you're doing the treatments properly that those conditions will subside over time. It's good always to keep a log of your health so you can see any gradual changes. Okay, Maggie. Hi, Maggie. Good to see your name. You've asked... Uh, you've got many questions about the scalar system. You wonder if you can guide me to a book that can recommend, to, which I can recommend to help you understand the physical concepts behind the spooky scalar. Now, one good reference that we have is from a person who comes from Funny Love, the one country that doesn't suppress information of alternative health type treatments, Germany. And there's a Professor Constantine Mayo who's leading the field in scalar field research. Now, Mayo Constantine is a brilliant man. And he's also put a lot of his effort into putting the word out there. He's written maybe 10 books, perhaps more. And they've been translated from his native tongue of German to French, to English and possibly other languages they don't know about because there's a demand for his book. Mahler is a, is a physicist who's not afraid 
of stating the truth as he sees it. And as you read through the book, you'll also see it's as he proves it. And so I recommend any of the books that Professor Mal has written. And the one in particular is the one titled, I'll try and find the title in my documentation here. And I can't find it. It's volume two, Scalar Energy, volume two. He talks about scalar medicine. And so uh, let's have a look. Here, I found it now. It's called Documentation, volume two, on scalar wave medicine. Written by Professor Constantine. K-O-N-S-T-A-N-T-I-N-E, sorry, I think at the end. It may be available through Amazon. I do recommend people buy his book because at the end you'll realize that scalar isn't just theory. It can be realized through experiment. When you buy a spooky scalar, you can realize the, the effects of the scalar field that he talks about in his books. So that's the name of that book from Professor Mayle, that's M-E-Y-L, Constantine. Right, let's have a look. Oops, I didn't want to, I'm opening up a window that I didn't want to open up. Back to Zoom, other questions. Now, um, Maggie, uh, your question goes on. You're talking about uh, imprinting of water. Well, let's say we, I'll, I'll show you this during the presentation, and uh, also your, your subsequent question about imprinting crystals to create a vibrationally enhanced chocolate. Wow, isn't that amazing? That's a great idea. I thought chocolate was a miracle anyway, and you're talking about putting healing frequencies in chocolate. It's a win-win situation. What's, what, what would life be like without chocolate? Nick Dewey, you are asking, is there any negative interference if you're running speaker remotes is the same, at the same time as using Scalar? No, there are no negative inf interferences. Speaker remotes work through quantum entanglement, so the energy is not traveling it's being transferred directly whereas spooky scalar is being transferred through a different mechanism so there's no interference between the two karen you're asking the question to the person with lung cancer this is the video i showed before use only pure scalar or is molecular transmission involved now i see many of you are knowing What's, what's going to be presented later on in my demonstration, because I guess many of you have already purchased a spooky scalar and you know. But for those who don't know, molecular scalar is where you use a molecule, a substance, to directly modulate or change the scalar field. And Karen, no, the person who had lung cancer just used the pure scalar field without any modulation whatsoever. Andre Koval, you're asking the question, um, 
Well, you give a statement first of all. Um, you're mentioning Dr. Mayo Constantine's scalar device because he made devices as well which transmit scalar fields. And he, on his machine, keeps the lights on with the receiver uh, without the cable connected at a distance. Can sca Spooky Scalar do this, or is it different? No, it's the same thing, Andre. You can also do the same thing. Just keep in mind that when you do have the light on, on the receiver, the light itself is absorbing much of the healing scalar field, which is what you don't want. You want to have as much of the scalar field transferring back to the receiver. So you can turn the lights on and then go through you know, then you do this when the two units are very close together, and then you walk away. And it makes what's like a bubble of a scalar field. You can have a visualization of this if you use the tuning PCB, which is this unit here. You can place this on the receiver coil, get it to light, and then you can disconnect the receiver coil and see that the coil test is still on, in particular if the units are close together. They can move them further apart and see that this keeps on being lit. Okay, just two more questions. We'll get straight into the presentation because you are asking questions which my presentation will give the answer to. Okay. Hans Peter, you're asking, what happens if the information put in a scalar wave is molecular poison? This is a great concern of ours. First of all, we don't recommend you do this. Not because it will cause a problem, but because we don't know for sure whether it will cause a problem or not. We don't know whether your body will absorb the information of the poison. The tests that we've done to now and the early reports back from people that have received Spooky Scalar and have experimented, experimented with molecular modulation suggest that your body seems to absorb what it needs. Things it doesn't need, like a poison, it doesn't absorb and the scalar field just transfers straight through the person. We don't know this is a fact. And so always on the side of caution, we recommend not to put a poison onto the receiver coil, apart from one instance. But we'll go through that in a little moment. There's my obligatory nose rub. I always seem to get an itchy nose doing these sounds. Karen Hughes, you ask, it's good to see you, Karen. You're asking me, is it necessary to perform a detox program whilst using the Spooky Scalar? That's a very interesting question because with Spooky Remote, of course, we always say to run a really good detox preset like our detox terrain protocol. But the scalar field is inherently a detox. So no, you don't. Your body is using the energy of the scalar field to remove toxins. And so it's not necessary to perform a detox program. But because there's no harm done, I still recommend you run a detox program via remote while you're doing any, any sort of frequency treatment, even Spooky Scalar. Okay, now we go straight into our presentation again. Now time is flying. We're almost an hour already and I haven't really gone through the presentation. So let's get going. Let's have a look. Where is my presentation gone? Oops. 
Okay, so I'll, I'll fly through these quickly. Now the scalar fields versus electromagnetic fields. Now electromagnetic waves are transversal, that's, they go up and down, whereas scalar fields are more longitudinal. Scalar waves are virtually instantaneous, they're not instantaneous, but very, very fast. And they don't lose power over vast distances. In fact, they actually gain power. And this is a very interesting thing, which I will be showing in the conference in France on Monday. I gave a demonstration in London last week where I had the sender, transmitter and receiver uh, in separate rooms. And I had the receiver on the other side of a very large concrete pillar was a supporting co reinforced concrete post. And so radio waves shouldn't pass through it. But of course, scalar waves just pass straight through. And there's no loss of power whatsoever. Now, scalar waves from spooky scalar are around one and a half times faster than the speed of light. This has been measured through a oscilloscope and other, other means. And it's also confirmed through the writings of Professor Mel Constantine if you want to read his books. Scalar fields are kind of like a skipping rope if you wiggle it up and down very quickly. It would appear as if the rope is stationary, but a terrific lot of energy is being transferred between your hand and, in this instance, a hook on the wall. And according to the frequency, you get standing waves. The N on the diagram indicates a node. That's a standing point where the rope is not actually moving. It's got a, a marginal torsional movement, but all the information from the left-hand side circles being transferred to the right. Now the scalar field goes in all directions and the receiver will receive this energy. It's in a similar way to this plasma ball that you can see where when you place your finger against the plasma ball, all the energy is then focused towards your finger. Now a spooky scalar is kind of like this. When the receiver unit is connected, it will receive the scalar field. and The scalar field will travel between the two units. The spooky two philosophy of understanding diseases. Now throughout our body we've got a network of energy channels which circulate from the top of our head down to the bottom of our toes. This energy system is responsible for making us feel healthy and energized, not just on a physical level, but also on an emotional, mental and spiritual level. So this means that you become more positive in the outlook, more positive in life, and more positive in fighting combating any disease that you may have. This energy is sometimes referred to as chi or prana, and it's the driving life force of our body down to the last cell, an atom. It's funny, you know. Today's modern science, everything we do know. We overlook things we don't know. One of which is, what is life? What's the difference between the person who's alive and then five minutes later dead? What has changed? Science hasn't answered that. That's the energy that's inside us, the soul, ourselves. We believe that one of the root causes of diseases is a blockage in one of these energetic pathways or chakras. And when there's a blockage, the local metabolism or energy slows down and the body structure becomes less energetic 
It's less capable of removing the nasty stuff. The local toxins build up and the cycle repeats and snowballs. And once this local energy falls below a critical threshold, chronic disease can come. And if the situation is not corrected, this condition will just get worse and worse and worse. Imagine as an analogy a river flowing freely. And after a storm, a tree falls across this river. Anything that floats down this river, which is normally the toxins, if you like, leaves, build up against the slog, and the obstruction of the flow of water is increased. And eventually, that river may even be blocked. Now, scalar fields help open and remove blockages. The energy, the natural energy of the scalar field helps the body in this way. Now, our body doesn't want to be sick. It wants to be healthy. It wants to live life. Our bodies are on our side, you know. And so the natural field of spooky scalar assists the body to restore the natural memory of health through this flow of information. Not only that, but diseased cells become exposed to the body's immune system. And you know what happens next. The body gets in and does what the body does. It's got the energy, it's got the direction. Hey guys, let's do it. Let's get in there and, and get rid of this cancer. And it does. The mitochondria are the power cells of the cell, power stations, sorry, of cells. It's like the batteries, the engines of cells. If your energy is low within the cells, your cell can't function as it's designed to do. And so this is where spooky scalar seems to come on its own. Spooky plasma is very specifically designed for killing pathogens. But it's a very different process between killing and restoring, which is regenerative. And I'll be getting into that very shortly. Now, factors which disturb the balance of energies in our body and cause subsequent disease are given here. Pardon me. Toxic food ingredients. Anything you buy in the supermarket, almost certainly, will contain one toxin or another. It can be flavouring, colouring, preservatives, the treatment it's had, radiation. It's just, it just goes on and on. But it's almost impossible now to walk into a, a mainstream supermarket and go up and pick something that is truly healthy. And who hasn't seen these strawberries, which are picture-perfect, Strawberries which are flawless, they've got almost like a waxy shine on them. They're so perfect that they're scary. If, if, a, if a produce is good enough for an insect to eat, it's good enough for me. If, if something's had a few nibbles out of it, I'm okay with that. I don't mind sharing. But if it's picture perfect, it's ringing alarm, cells, uh, alarm bells in my head. I think, gosh, is there a reason why insects don't want to bite it? Well, there is, and that is that basically it's a poison dressed up as something nice. Toxic ingredients in the air. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm doing this from this summer from just outside Paris. 
not much pollution here actually. It's quite clean for a large city. But I've been in cities which do have real pollution problems. And you can't get away from it. And this is a real concern. And this will cause a major disruption in our body's natural ability to heal itself by blocking up the flow of energy. Electromagnetic pollution. Well, if you're watching this video, you'll be sitting in front of a computer and a computer produces electromagnetic radiation. Sorry, guys, but it's true. As you're watching this health video, you're getting something which is unhealthy. But I hope that after you view this video, you turn everything off, go outside and find a green field somewhere to stay in the middle of it and feel good. Feel the natural vibrations of energy, earth itself. But you can't get away really from Wi-Fi, radio, TV signals. It's all around us. Unless you're on a deserted island, a place which I'd call paradise. Emotional pollution, which is relationships, social, business, family. Gosh, you know, I've been in heavy industry where I've been surrounded by this type of pollution. People wanting to step up in, the, in their status within the company, take management roles, and they do so by treating over other people. This is a type of pollution. How many of you have talked to someone, just a normal conversation, and you walk away feeling drained? You feel, you don't get the energy from the person, it's the opposite. They've been like a vampire, they've taken energy from you. And not just that, but any energy you get from them is like a negative energy. You feel depressed. Well, that's a type of pollution as well. Not often talked about, but I feel it quite often. No, not true. I feel it sometimes. Because I avoid the people that are draining on me. I like positive things. We live in a world where not everything is positive. In fact, there's a terrific amount of negatives. And I haven't even finished the list of the negatives that are out there. But that doesn't stop me from living a very, very positive life. And I do so by surrounding myself with very positive people, like the people who I'm talking to now. Okay, well, maybe for another day, because I did say I've got to go through this quickly. Laboratory-generated illnesses, bacteria, parasites. Gosh, you know, these are all synthetic germs hmm. but vaccines quite often use germs which have been modified in some way so they say they've become disabled well that's a type of pollution genetic changes caused by pollutants and modified organisms and medications containing toxic ingredients if i walked into a chemist and just on random reached out for some medication almost i can guarantee you that will almost certainly have some toxic ingredients in it. It will not be natural. It will not be what my body truly needs. It will be something to control a condition. It will be something to make something appear to be worse. It will shut down my body's communication. For instance, my brain saying that a part of my body is hurting. The communication between that part and my brain becomes disrupted. That communication. That's the last thing you want. If I've got a headache, is my body saying to me, hey, slow down, John. Take it easy. And I do. Some Okay, to be, to be perfectly honest, I try to do. Okay, sometimes I've got work commitments and I can't. But I try and slow down. But I don't shut down my body's communication. That's the first step. 
and the run to ill health is treating symptoms, making it so that my brain is thinking everything in my body is working correctly when it's not. Now, there's two mechanisms in the body of concern to treatment of disease. I've talked about the, the killing and basically the healing side. But once the killing has taken place, the immune system's done its job, my immune system is healthy, it can do, do what it's meant to do, my body still has not recovered. It's just got rid of the bad guys. But my body cells have become damaged. Even my immune system has become damaged. And so my cellular regenerative system then kicks in. That's a part of my, my body, the wonderful machine that I am, which comes in and actually creates something out of this mess. It, 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 all, the, all the garbage gets removed and the new buildings are put in place. So the city of my body becomes renewed. And that is very important. Now, this is really interesting. Dr. Puhrich did a study where E. coli microorganisms were exposed to 8 hertz modulated scalar fields. Now, he had damaged the DNA of these um, microorganisms, and this modulation allowed the, the um, E. coli to renew the DNA. In other words, take, um, go back in time, if you like, where before the DNA was, was damaged, uh, at that, that point, that's how the DNA was restored. So what this suggests is scalar fields, at least when modulated by 8 hertz frequency, very slow frequency, has got the ability to restore damaged DNA. Now that by itself is a really big deal. I could stop the seminar now, but carry on. But that's, that's pretty. It's quite a big deal. Now here I'm talking about how to tune Spooky Scalar, and basically you place the two units where you want them, either side of a chair or a bed. We suggest you have them as far apart as possible because the transmitter does produce a small amount of EMF, which is the waves that you don't really want. You connect the power, you connect the link cable, turn on the transmitter and you tune it. And we'll be covering the tuning very, very shortly because that was one of the questions that someone asked. Oh, I'll show you here. And there are three different ways of tuning Spooky Scalar. This is showing the first one where I put the coil tester to one side of the coil. I then reduce the frequency until the lights just begin to turn on. At that point in time, it's as good as tuned, but I like to turn the knob about two or three clicks clockwise so the lights turn off again because that is actually the absolute ideal point. In this video, the tuning point was 5.5 megahertz. The two units were very close together. I find that in most instances, the precise tuning point is closer to 5.8, maybe even 6 megahertz. In France, it seems to have tuned around 6 megahertz. If you have difficulty finding the tuning point, for all the times I've used Scalar, and that's in China and London and here in France, I find that 
spooky scalar at 6 megahertz is pretty much perfect. Very little difference between it. And it's across two different spooky scalar units. And so if you're not sure, just set it to 6 megahertz and you're pretty well okay. There's a large margin of tolerance. It's 500 kilohertz range. And so if you, if you shoot it to 6 megahertz, then you're pretty well right. You can also do this second method, which is pressing the tuning, adjust the tuning knob on the receiver unit, and the light comes on when it's tuned. And so you tune the unit on, you reduce the frequency until the light comes on. When the light is at the brightest, that is the ideal tuning point. The tuning point will be different from the first method I showed you before. That is because this method is not quite so precise. After tuning, you push the switch to turn it off because the light absorbs some of the energy. That's been converted to a scalar field. And finally, the third method. Now, this is the least accurate, but it's probably the easiest to use. Where you put the tune PCB in the center of the coil and you tune it until the light on the tester, the two lights are at the brightest. You remove the PCB after tuning. The range is generally between 5.5 and, and 7 megahertz. There is another point where the unit tunes at, and that is around 4, 4.5 megahertz. Please don't use that range. That is when the unit is not running in scalar mode. It's running in EMF mode, and that is not what Spooky Scalar is designed to do. You won't be getting any good effects at that frequency. There's two points where the lights turn on. At the low one, it goes on. If you wind it up higher, the light will come on. Not quite so bright as the lower one, but the range will be around 5.5 to 7 megahertz. Here I'm demonstrating that there is some sort of energy from the transmitter. I've got a fluorescent tube. And I'm showing how it lights up when you place it on the coil. I'm holding the tube around two-thirds of the way along the tube. It doesn't seem to light up for everybody, but for me it does. I guess I'm lucky. I wasn't using any tricks. The tube is lighting up from the EMF that's from the coil on the transmitter in this video. Now there's different ways of applying the scalar field. The first one is pure scalar, where you just sit between the units when they're on and tuned. And this is what was used by that woman that was cured from breast cancer in the video I showed you at the start. She wasn't very technical. She didn't even know the name of the spooky scalar. <laughs> it's okay, you don't know them. You need to know the name of something just as long as it works. What we told her was how to tune it and then that's all she did. She just turned it on, tuned it and then kept between the two fields. And here you can see this is one of our staff members sitting between the two units. You can see that there are a reasonable distance apart, so not too close to the transmitter where the EMF field is fairly strong. This is the second method, which is really cool actually. You can place a substance on the receiver unit. That's the unit that doesn't have all the knobs and bells and whistles on. If you place a substance on the coil, that substance 
substance changes the molecular field. The information from that substance goes into the field and that gets transferred to the, anyone who's sitting between the two units. And you notice while I'm on it, you can place something like a bit of water on the receiver unit. That's on the left there, where there is currently a coil tester. You'd remove the coil tester and you place a little container of water or water alcohol mixture. And that would have frequencies put in from the scalar field that's between the two units. Keep in mind that if you do place anything on the coils, sometimes you have to retune spooky scalar, in particular if it's a large volume. So if you put a cup, for example, of water on the receiver, you may have to retune it. The tuning point will probably have changed. We call this type of modulation molecular modulation. And you can place several substances together, as you can see here. We were wanting to treat just general health conditions. If you have cancer, you'd use anti-cancer things like if it's an essential oil, you'd use myrrh, frankincense. The citrus oils are good for cancer and even peppermint oil. Try and get very good quality essential oils if you can because good quality in means quality product. Uh, product quality product. So what I'm trying to say is quality results. Quality products gives quality results. Yeah, it came out right that time. Now the really cool thing is this. Um, I'm not sure if it's shown in another slide, so I'll track on forward so if it doesn't mention it, I'll, I'll tell you. The third way of modulation is rife modulation, where you can connect up your spooky generator to spooky scalar, and you can run the original frequencies that are given by Royal Rife or any others that are in the Spooky2 database, which is really huge, as you know by now. And so you can run Spooky Scalar like a Rife machine. You can run the original BX and BY cancer frequencies as a modulation for Spooky Scalar. Now after Scalar is tuned, you connect your generator to the generator port on the transmitter box, the transmitter box is the one that's got all the bells and whistles. And then you sit between the two units while the program is running. And any frequency that's in the database modulates the scalar field. Now a glass of water can be placed on the transmitter coil and that glass of water will receive the frequencies. Here you'll see that the glass container is a cup. It's a glass mug. It's quite large and so you'll have to retune scalar once you've placed the water on the transmitter coil. Okay. This is, a, before we talk about this page here, I wanted to talk about the last point I was going to make about molecular modulation, where you put a substance on the receiver coil. You can put chemotherapy drugs and other drugs on the receiver coil and the information of those drugs will go through your body and in Germany Professor Mayo gave allopathic practitioners scalar devices for experimentation and to report back afterwards and some of these doctors used 
chemotherapy drugs mixed in with the patient's blood, which have been centrifuged to make it more concentrated. And the information of the cancer cells within the blood dying by virtue of the chemotherapy drug that had been placed in this same container, the information of the cancer cells dying was transferred to the cancer cells in the patient's body. And these cancer cells sympathetically, in turn, also began to die. Remember the scalar field is an information field. And so the information of ca dying cancer cells was transferred to the patient and their cancer cells also began to die. And they reported amazing results, which were in turn reported in the book. So I do recommend people do purchase uh, the book, in particular the volume two, where they talk about scalar medicine. Because that's an instance where a registered medical practitioner, the sort of people that poo-poo this type of technology, have discovered just how profound scalar fields are. In the 1960s and 1970s, um, Antion Puri created equipment that had absolutely amazing results. Of course, like any sort of modern-day pioneer, he was shut down, equipment confiscated, destroyed, but you can't hide history that well. You know, if, if enough people know, then it becomes impossible to hide. And he, he discovered the, the enormous potential of the scalar field in the field of medicine. And another researcher in, um, in um, Novo Sisbursk, he um, found out that the nervous system, the autonomic uh, nervous system, which is responsible for stress management of the body, can be, the, the function can be enhanced through scalar fields. And stress and disease are intimately related to each other. So if you can eliminate the stress, you may also eliminate the disease and certainly start on the path to being cured. Which is kind of cool, you know, kind of cool. Okay, combining the molecular me methods of modulation. Here you'll see I'm placing a substance on the receiver coil. I've got the generator connected onto the transmitter. And so I am putting frequencies in as well as performing a molecular modulation. So it's like a double whammy. <laughs> this molecular modulation and frequency modulation. So you can run cancer-killing frequencies on the generator and you have your really good essential oils on the coil at the same time. I'm not sure if it's overkill. Maybe it is. You know, we've had the report of that woman curing herself from cancer just through the scalar field itself without any, sort of, without any modulation whatsoever. If I had a serious condition, what would I do? Would I use frequencies or would I use the substance? Well, we've actually 
done trials as part of the development of Spooky Scalar. It's taken a long time to develop Spooky Scalar. And part of the trials was a single blind test blast freezing of a Chinese traditional medicine and the effects that a scalar field has on the medicine through frequency imprinting. My summary was this. When it's a medicine that's not had frequency treatment, the frozen crystalline structure is pretty bland. It looks like a, a basically a desert, which is pretty boring. If it's had a scalar treatment of, of um, this scalar field, then it becomes more interesting. If you put a substance on the coil, the crystalline structure changes radically. You see a very pronounced pattern in the crystal. If you use frequencies to emulate a molecular weight of a substance, the crystalline structure changes, but it's not as pronounced as using molecular modulation. And we were a little bit confused about that. We thought, well, why is this? Because you're putting the molecular weight frequencies in, it should be exactly the same results. And we came to this conclusion. We know a lot, but we are not all knowing. We don't know the molecular weight of every single molecule that's within a natural substance like an organic essential oil. And so we can do the main constituent, but there'll be other micro constituents. And so the generator, when it's doing rife modulation, frequency modulation, that is providing one note a musical note, if you like, into the system. But when you put a molecular substance onto the coil, it's providing a song, all the notes. And so all said and done, and us learning what we've learned and through our experience and tests and things, I'd go for the substance over the coil, the molecular modulation. Now you tune spooky scalar before all treatments. The lids should be facing each other. This is because that the aerials, the antennae, uh, is actually built into the lids. And so it's best to have the lids facing each other. If the scalar field has to travel over the coils, the coils will affect the field, which is not what you want. You want the field to be pure. So have the units back to back, if you like. And you try and keep the link cable between the two units away from metal. You know, since writing that, we've had a lot of flight time under our belts, and we found that it's not actually too sensitive. It's not too critical to keep the link cable away from metal. Spooky scale is quite a powerful unit, reasonable power. And we found that the energy that's, that is absorbed by metal that's near the link cable is not sufficient to really disrupt the signal. It still works okay. So you can have the link cable underneath you if you've got springs in the mattress or a metal frame bed. It doesn't really matter. Don't worry about it. Okay, now with everything that we make in the spooky line, we always give this warning. People who are pregnant or have a pacemaker should not use spooky scalar. It's a general health warning. Spooky scalar is a natural healthy field, but we are not all knowing. So you always err on the side of caution.
Now, overnight treatments are perfectly safe, and you can't get frequency fatigue like you can with EMF. In my personal case, I had it on every time I was home. In, in the end, I had the field going across the whole house because it didn't matter that the house had concrete pillars all through you know, the walls. The internal walls were solid concrete, 300 plus millimeters wide, with steel going through them. The scalar field doesn't care, it goes straight through it. So I had my units from one end of the house to the other. So it didn't matter where I wandered, I was still getting my treatment. I still felt the glorious scalar field through my body. And I didn't get any effect of frequency fatigue as I would have if I was having contact mode or plasma mode for that period of time. And I put it down to this. Basically, the body takes what it needs and disregards the rest. Pretty much what the body doesn't want, it doesn't, doesn't absorb which is pretty much answering the question in regards to putting poisons on the coil. With chemotherapy drugs, chemotherapy drugs are a poison. That's what they're designed to, to do, kill cells. But it doesn't seem to damage the healthy cells in our body, which is unlike chemotherapy if you ingest it. So it could well be a, the future way of doing chemotherapy if you must do it. Okay, scalar feedback. Now we've had a few reports back already with people that have had the use of scalar, spooky scalar, and the first, first person is a person with Crohn's disease. He's had Crohn's disease, or she's had Crohn's disease, not sure which one, for the last 60 years. Isn't that dreadful? For those of you who don't know, Crohn's disease is a autoimmune condition where your body thinks that organs or other tissue which is your own self is foreign matter and so your body killer t-cells mounts an immune response and so you can come out with rashes your organs can become damaged if you've got systemic uh, lupus it's a terrible terrible condition now this is very new because in june we visited atlanta as part of our world tour that was our american leg gosh america is amazing for anyone who hasn't been to america it's, it's actually everything you see in the movies is not quite right because you get the impression that america is a big noisy place people too busy to stop and talk with you well nothing could be further from the truth or for the places we visited anyway we thought america was a very friendly place very positive place very happy place we enjoyed our time there. Now, while we were in Atlanta, we demonstrated our device. And this person immediately placed an order. <laughs> now, this our SAMR isn't a sales push, okay? And things I, I say now is really for information. In fact, our staff don't really like me having these sorts of SAMRs because then they get they generally tend to get a bit busy after I have them because people phone up wanting to place orders. But it's not a sales push, just stating it as we found it, you know, just stating the facts. And this person reports back that uh, when they did receive the unit, which would have been uh, July, July. So it was this person about a month ago started using Spooky Scalar. And they say their results were amazing. They started sleeping better from the very first night. I wonder if they slept and had technicolor dreams as well. 
um, energy level started to increase from the first day. Well, this happened because when you go in the field, it's, instant, it's immediate. You are getting the field straight through your body. And they say the improvement continues. They're sleeping less, but they're more restful. It's like they, their sleep is more quality. And their, their new renewed energy is enabling this person to return to a normal life. Imagine 60 years of Crohn's disease, 60 years of being in this prison of ill health. Uh, and they say, today I rode my bicycle for the first time in seven years. Hey, bicycles are amazing things, aren't they? Like, I mean, you learn to ride them at a young age and there's never a maximum age for riding a bike. And this person, I guess they must be in their 70s and they rode their bicycle first time in seven years. Isn't that amazing? You kind of feel young in the scale, you know, after you've been in the scalar field for a while. You do, you feel young, you feel renewed. And I guess maybe your DNA is being repaired. I don't know. But whatever whatever it's doing, it's doing right. Okay, and this other person, they plugged in the scaler immediately upon opening the box <laughs> and have really turned it off. Well, there's no point in turning it off, really, because it doesn't take much power. just quietly does its magic in the background. It's not like a spooky plasma because it's kind of like a Hollywood when you turn it on because you get the flashing lights you get the noise and people know it's on but you can have these units on either side of the house in rooms you, you can have them in the cupboard it doesn't matter behind a steel frame it doesn't matter the, the scale of field just cuts through everything and you can be fixing the DNA and everyone in your house <laughs> how cool is that yeah, invite your friends around. Have a have a healing party with chocolate, of course. Okay. Um, now this person who's sending this feedback, they're very sensitive to energies, and they've not herxed with the scalar. Well, you won't herx because the scalar is a natural field. Um, we do not get many visitors. Um, however, none have herxed in the time they've spent in the field with us. Gosh, I can't read the rest of their writing because my my Oh, there we go. I found it. How I can move it. Um, and all have noticed some good effect or feeling, or rather, while he, while here. I mean, you don't have to tell your visitors. You say, "How are you, how are you feeling?" Oh, actually, I'm feeling quite good. <laughs> and you think to yourself, "Yeah, I know why you're feeling good. You're in my field." Yeah. So, um, and also, um, well, this person likes to show off making structured water, and everyone has noticed that the water from the scaler tastes smoother or sweeter. That's kind of neat, isn't it? And you can put wine on there as well. And, of course, chocolate goes very well with wine. And I'm talking a lot about this. Maybe it's the French influence. Maybe because I'm in France now, I'm talking about such matters. But they're talking about putting something on the transmitter coil, and that receives the scalar field and... All the healing scalar effects. Oops, okay, moving on. This is the QA. I'll go through these fairly quickly. Why did you want to develop Spooky Tooth Scalar? It wasn't because I had time on my hands. I never have time on my hands. It's because I came to realize that there is a field which no one has really trodden down properly. No one has developed a scalar healing machine, what I wanted to make. I wanted one that could combine the geniuses of Nikola Tesla and Royal Rife. 
there are scalar machines out there, but none of them can go to the dizzying frequencies that Royal Rife discovered. And so you've got to apply subharmonics and other little tricks like this. Whereas spooky scalar doesn't worry about what frequency goes into it. Whatever you pump into it, it modulates. And okay, almost all machines use either or both electric or magnetic fields. Now, neither of those fields types are particularly healthy. Both of those fields can actually cause cancer if they're strong enough or if they're applied long enough, like a plasma machine that uses a carrier, for example. Whereas scalar fields are a natural field and they don't cause problems. So I had to ask myself the question, why don't we make a machine that does use a scalar field and can also apply frequencies if you want to? And so that started the long twisted path of development, which as always had its hurdles to overcome and gosh even the even the ability to modulate a scalar field in the megahertz range was unheard of there are machines that can go into audio frequencies up to about 20 maybe at a stretch 30 kilohertz which is thousands of hertz but to go into the millions of hertz is just impossible but we found a way and we did it what diseases can spooky two scalar treat now i am not a doctor so I can't say that it will heal, it will cure. But we rely a lot on reports from people that have tested it. And we can report back what they say. Now, Spooky 2 Scalar can treat anything that a regular life machine can treat. But in my mind, in my unbiased opinion, <laughs> better. Because there's no unwanted signals. There's no electromagnetic field which can cause damage. But even cooler is the fact that some conditions that a Rife machine has difficulty treating can be treated, such as immune disorders like Crohn's, Lyme, and infertility. Actually, one of the cases which was brought up in Professor Mal Constantine's book was this couple that couldn't have children, that woman had her body had developed a autoimmune response to the little parcel that the man gives to the woman. She had, um, yeah, she kind of like allergic, but she, her antibodies would come in and kill these these little things, wiggly things, before they could do their job. And what they did, they put a sample from the husband on the coil and got the lady to this rest between the coil. I believe the treatment time was about 15 minutes per session because this was a clinic situation where time is money. Of course, if you're doing it in your house, time's not money, so you can do it for free. <laughs> and around two months later, she became pregnant because her body became accustomed to the information of those small guys that the husband gave, which was a good thing. Was it a coincidence? Well, you know, Read the book and decide for yourself, but I like stories with a happy ending. And I like to think that the scalar field played a major, if not the key role, in that story. How long does it take to see results from Spooky 2 scalar treatments? You should see it pretty much as soon as you start using it. Because 
as soon as you're in the field, your body's getting the energy and you're getting any beneficial information if you do have anything on the coil. Chronic conditions that have been with you for a long time will take longer to resolve. And so if you've got a condition like that person earlier, 60 years, gosh, yeah, it'll be a small journey. But each passing day will see improvements. And so instead of having living a life of tolerance, tolerating a condition, tolerating pain, tolerating all the nasty things of disease, you're actually living life. It's pretty good, isn't it? Actually, look, you've got a hope. And of course, disease thrives if you're depressed. If you're getting better day by day, it's hard to be depressed, isn't it? <laughs> Very hard to be depressed. How many people can be treated at the same time? Now, there's a story here too, but I'll answer it according to this thing. Now, many people can be treated simultaneously. We do recommend that only one person between the units. Each person between the units becomes a receiver, so they take some of the energy. So if you've got a crowd of people there, then the energy is reduced. Each person will still receive generally the same amount of energy, but it may become less if it's a huge number of people. But in the conference in London, unbeknownst to everyone there, I had the unit running. And I could see it when I was doing the conference, standing up there, doing my bit. I could see the people were really relaxed, really relaxed. They weren't a room full of strangers. They are a room full of people just in their comfort zone. And to be perfectly honest, maybe more than two of them started drifting off. But that's the effect of the scalar field. Not just the effect of me. Well, that's what I like to think anyway. I like to think that maybe I've still got the number of people watching this video now. But in the conference, I had the unit going across the room. One was at the far corner of the room. The other one was outside behind that concrete still reinforced pillar. And uh, everyone in the room was being, being blessed with the scalar field. And they're all getting the benefit. I didn't tell them to, until the end. And they couldn't believe it. And this is really why they're just so relaxed. And so when they go home that day, they'll be, they might have technicolor dreams that night, who knows, but they will actually have taken their first step to recovery if they had any conditions wrong with them. Ah, such is life. Can scalar be used at night while sleeping with one's spouse? <laughs> this is funny. I laugh every time I read this because it begs the question, which I'm not going to state because a lot of people are watching this video right now. Um, so um, we'll answer it very cleanly. Yes, it can be used at night while sleeping with your spouse. It can be done safely. And um, this question also brings up the point of if one of you, let's for example, your spouse has got a disease, will the disease be passed to you? Well, if you are living, we're living in the world of light where photons, photons pass through photons of light. And so information is actually currently passing through anyway. If you're spending time with a person, the information is still passing to you through photons and other means. It's not just the scalar field, which is an information field. So the scalar field is just another means of this information being transferred.
And so if you already spend your life, your waking hours around your spouse or anybody, even your pet, you are you're, ah, actually transferring information anyway. And your body is handling that flow of information. Whether it chooses to use it or ignore it or push it away, it's up to your body. And so there's no difference between that and the scalar field. Yes, the scalar field will also transfer information in much the same way. Okay, we go into more details here as to how light also transfers the information. Are there any side effects of Spooky Tooth Scatter? Well, there's technicolor dreams, overwhelming happiness and joy. Oh, no, there's a good side effects. When people use the term side effects nowadays, it means bad side effects, doesn't it? Because people use this term for drugs. For drugs, you should use the term undesirable effects rather than side effects. But it's a term that they use which sounds neutral and it sounds unavoidable. Let's have a look. Side effects. There's no real side effects, but there may be a die-off of bacteria or other pathogens in your body. And so you listen to your body. If you feel that you're tired the next day, you're feeling lethargic, Give, you the, give yourself a day's break. Let your body restore its health. Maybe you've had a condition for a long time, it's entrenched, your body's become accustomed to being sick. And so you start becoming well, your body's not used to it, the terrain's completely changed. Take things easy, there's no need to, no need to rush things. If you've got a condition, if you've got a time frame, you've been told you've got something like two months to live, that's a different matter. In those instances, you've got two months to live and you get you hear safety warnings you can't use with a pacemaker, this and that. Gosh, if I had two months to live, me personally, I, I'd, I'd throw all caution to the wind and I'd go full out. You know, life is precious. Not just life is precious. Life and love is precious. And if you're dead, well, gosh, all your loved ones won't have you around them. I'd go all out, so I'd, I'd tend to throw caution to the wind. And I'd tend to push myself, I guess. Um, but it's entirely up to the person. That's my personal view. Now, you, you can do treatments, and whilst you're hot doing your treatments, place a vial of water or water, alcohol, or whatever else you want on the receiver coil. Retune it. Anything that's passing through you is also reflected into the solution. And you can sip this solution during the day or during a day off. And your body will still receive the information that was transferred during the treatment. You may find that an easier way of performing these uh, scalar treatments. Now, the, the duration can be as short as 10 minutes. And, and there's been no no reports of over over dosing, if you like, causing a Herxheimer reaction, which is when you're feeling flu-like symptoms. It could be because the field from spooky scale is quite pure. But again, if you feel unwell, just go slow, go quietly, no rush. Can you place crystals in the input coil to boost the scalar field? We can do this. I don't have much personal experience 
another person has written in and stated you can place crystals crystals with intent on the input coil and this intent is magnified by a spooky scalar again i've had no personal experience my background is very very technical i it takes me a long time to accept things which are out of my realm of understanding it doesn't stop me from experimenting and i just haven't experimented enough with it with crystals but it could be some science behind this it just i'm just saying i don't know what is the width and height of the scalar field between the two units well if you can imagine a, a football a giant football between the two units that pretty much is the shape of the field between the two the size of the field is greater the further the two units are apart and so if the two units are very far apart the field will be wider the diameter will be greater of the field the football i'm referring to is the american football or a zeppelin shape if you like if the distance is about four feet apart this zeppelin or american football will be about two feet in diameter and so if you have the two units in opposite in the opposite sides of a house the complete house or at least one level of the house if it's multi-story and possibly several stories under or over will be within the field the field can get very large i like to think of it like a giant bubble and it seems to behave like a giant bubble sometimes too and so the field grows like bubbles grow i know spooky two remote is also using scalar field what is the difference between the two units well the spooky two remote is a very low power device and the information is transferred using quantum entanglement of the dna sample where spooky two scalar works directly on the subject and the power levels of course are greater as well I guess if you could squeeze inside a spooky remote would be a different story but spooky remote is only three millimeters distance between the coils and so there's not much you can squeeze between the two so can you treat someone who's in the same house but can't sit or lay still between the two lids actually this is a very good point i wonder if it's answered correctly and you can put a nail of the person on the output coil of spooky scalar or you can place the two units further apart and that is the better idea it's better to share the goodness you know and so if you can make the whole house a healing house well that's got to be good right so maybe you've got someone who's restless or a baby or child or someone that doesn't want to rest in one particular place or a pet that you've got no control over where the pet is because pets go where pets want to go where there's food generally well if you've got the whole house within the field well, the pet can do what the pet wants and do pet stuff wherever the wherever your pet goes it's being treated okay that's the end of this presentation now I do have another one which i'd like to go through but i'll see what other questions have come through and so i'll go to my q and a i'll first of all stop the share and we're back to me full screen let's go through the questions that were asked okay questions and there's lots of them so um, i'm well into overtime so i'll go fairly quickly through them i won't answer the ones that have been answered uh, okay 
Now, and maybe as part of your, your double question, you're mentioning how Professor Mao describes the impact of scalar waves as somehow increasing inflammation. And you have had experience with this, with a jaw infection, feeling it get worse when you use Spooky Scalar. And you've become uncertain about using it. wonder if you have any suggestions or ideas. Or, and then you stop. So there must be a limit to the number of words you put into a question. <laughs> okay. And you've tried putting homeopathic remedies on the receiver to transmit. And you're wondering if there's any raising of the potency of the remedy. Well, first of all, it's the, pot the, uh, the remedy, whatever you put on the coil doesn't become diluted. The molecular structure does not change. And so it retains the information, even though the information is being used to change the scalar field. And this is what I actually recommend you do. Now, we haven't had reports of other people with inflammation being increased through the use of the scalar field. Your report is the first one that we've had. What I suggest you do is you do put either homeopathic remedies or more concentrated or what I'd recommend is pure essential oils. And there's certainly essential oils which are fantastic for specifically inflammation. Um, one essential oil which comes to mind, which is basically a, a dual oil, if you're not sure which one to use and you want to try and you want to get good, good results, um, frankincense and myrrh, well, there's two. <laughs> They're really good for starting. And other ones like peppermint are just phenomenal. Peppermint's more than just a lolly you pop in your mouth. The oil, the essential oil of peppermint is, has got tremendous curative abilities. And so I'd recommend you something like this because perhaps homeopathic remedies are too diluted in this instance. Maybe. I haven't had enough experience to give you a firm answer. Okay, now, Maggie, you've answered a lot of, you've asked a lot of questions. I'll go through another one. When you put water on the transmitter, you understand it gets imprinted. And you, and wonder if you know what is imprinted, the person frequency or the substance of the So if someone sits in the field, Maggie, the information of that person will go to the water. If you're treating that person, the effect of that treatment in the person's cells is also transferred to that solution, which is why this method is used in a clinical setting in, in particular, where they've got a time restriction, where they treat the person for, say, 15 minutes. They also have the sample, the little bit of water on the, on the transmitter coil, which is receiving the scalar information. The person then takes that water home and they're told to take a sip every now and then because that water will have the information, the healing information of the scalar field while it's going through themselves. And you're asking the question about imprinting crystallization, and this is about that chocolate, and wondering if I have any suggestions or thoughts on this possibility. Look, Maggie, we haven't had any instance where Spooky scalar has caused a problem or aggravated a problem. Your report's the first one. So we would like to 
get more information on this. Generally, the information, the information has gone down. And so it's quite interesting. I'm wondering if you're sitting very close to the transmitter because the transmitter does produce some EMF. And EMF is the, is the energy which isn't so healthy as the scalar energy. And so maybe you've got the units too close together or you're sitting too close to the transmitter. Another thought is perhaps you're not using the right substance on the coil because maybe homeopathics, which is concerned about dilution, extreme dilutions, maybe it's too diluted to have a molecular effect on the, on the information because it's, it's mechanics, if you like. It's, it's a mechanical modulation. The, the molecules are physically altering the scalar field. And so there, if there's not enough molecules, then maybe it's not altering the field enough. And that's another thought. And Nick Dewey, you're asking are there any negative, oh, is there any negative interference? Well, I've answered that. Now, there's no negative interference. Now, oh, have I, I seem to have, maybe these are double questions. Let's have a look. Uh, keep, I've answered that question. I've answered this question. From, and I've answered that question about the uh, detox program while running Scalar. You know, with any programs, this is a question that Karen, you asked, do we have to run a detox while using Scalar? De detox, whatever you do. Detox is like a, a no-brainer. Uh, it just helps your body restore health. If, if you've got anything wrong with you, detox is great. Even if you haven't got anything wrong with you, detox is great because virtually everyone's got fillings. And even if you haven't got amalgam in your mouth, You've still got radio frequencies passing through all the time. Okay, uh, now Andre Caval, you're asking, can you go into more detail about why the light? Uh, how can I summarize this? Uh, you're saying, why is there a difference in the tuning methods? The difference is, uh, is for this reason. Um, the difference is how the correct frequency is being determined. Now the coil is, is measuring the EMF, which is not the pure scalar. And so we are indirectly measuring the scalar field through the coil tester. And so we're using an indirect means of finding the tuning point. There's the three different methods that we're using. And of those three, because I've got methods of directly measuring the scalar field in my research, I have found that the most precise method, the one that gets closest to the absolute ideal, is when is method one, where you have the tested to one side of the coil. However, it's not the easiest to do because the light is very dim. Method number two is when the light is quite bright on the receiver unit and method number three is when the light is very very bright on the coil tester so it's hard to tell when the when the lights are very dim when it is when the lights just start to turn on and it's kind of intuitive as well and so that is what we have found Andre as being the best way of doing it and there is a difference between the two now you, you ask the question when you disconnect the cable between the two units the light on the PCB on the receiver remained on 
but only for a distance of five centimeters between the boxes. Now the tuner is measuring the EMF. The EMF is being mirrored on the receiver. Now is a good time to explain how Spooky Scalar physically works. I've already explained the transmitter works on EMF, which is how electricity works. You get a coil, you get current, you get electromagnetic radiation. Well, the term radiation would even suggest it's not too healthy. Because the power levels are quite low, it's not dangerous. But nevertheless, it's an EMF. Now, the coil tester measures this EMF. And so when this coil tester is at the brightest, it's when the EMF is the highest. But it's not the same point when the scalar field is at the highest. And so you tune it down, which is given in instructions in our, in our uh, manual. Now, you can... Uh, I, so I'm still explaining how it works. There's a link cable between our two units. It's EMF... It's regular electricity that flows through this wire. It's a single wire that carries the signal through the receiver unit. The receiver converts this through a coil assembly to a scalar field, takes the scalar field to the lid and gets transferred from one lid to the other. When, it's, when the scalar field is, is received by what is actually the transmitter, it then gets mirrored back into the coil, which is why you put substances into the coil. The wire between the two units is like an earth. It's a common connection. But anyone who knows electronics or electricity knows that for anything to work, for a circuit to run, you need to have a return path. Now you can push the button on the receiver and you can see a light run. So obviously electricity is not just going out, but it's also returning. Yet there's only a single wire between the two units. The return path is through the lids in the scalar field. So I hope that explains things in a bit more detail. The coil tester is not measuring the scalar field. And so this is why you don't tune for the brightest light in method number one. More questions. Karen, Karen Hughes asks, are there certain conditions or locations which would allow one to tune the transmitter to 8 megahertz? Generally, no, Karen. The highest frequency we've run at is around 6.5, 6.6 megahertz for Spooky Scalar. We have not gone beyond 7 megahertz. It's not a case where higher frequency is better. It's just where uh, the two units are perfectly synchronized, harmonized, and running smoothly in scalar mode. Okay, let's have a look at this question. Okay. <laughs> Carol, uh, Melon... I'm sorry if I haven't said your name properly, Carol. You've asked a question. It's an online question. Um, I won't go into details of who it is because maybe someone's listening who's, in, who's got an interest in medical insurance. So I don't like to mention who. But you know someone who had a procedure in the brain for an aneurysm. 
and metal coils were inserted into, into the artery to prevent the flow from getting from entering the aneurysm. Okay, uh, the procedure is new, and the risks of complication include stroke, blood clots, bleeding, infection, all the nasty things. Now, can scalar cause or aggravate any of those complications that you've mentioned? And could you try it for perhaps 10 minutes a day? Carol, if there's anything that you're unsure about, it's really best not to do it. A, I cannot tell you it's safe to use. My personal opinion is that Spooky Scalar is only second to Spooky Remote for safety. If it was me, this is not advice that I recommend you to do. In fact, I'd recommend you don't do this. But if it was me, I'd have the units as far apart as I could. Hey, I'd go, what, 60 feet apart. Have it on truly opposite sides of the house as far as I could go. I'd find some way of, the, of lengthening the cable between the two. And we're going to bring out some extra long cable uh, so people can just plug it in. But you can do it yourself. We're not interested in making money out of things like this. But we'll have that as an option shortly. The standard length, by the way, I think is 4 metres and 6 metres as an option. I believe that's what, how we have it. But we're bringing out longer ones soon. To finish the answer, I'd have them as far apart as possible, so I'm getting absolutely zero EMF. I know it's only scalar that's flowing between the units, and then I'd go for that. I'd, I'd then uh, treat myself using the pure scalar field, and I'd put substances, essential oils, healthy essential oils on the receiver coil. Yeah, that's what I'd do. But don't do this at home yourself this is just me speaking personally okay hey tom tompkins you ask a cool question you're saying imprinting water with larger quantities of drugs uh vitamins you're saying well will, will it take a long time if you treat water using one small drug portion of a drug or use a larger portion there's actually an interesting story as part of our development we worked hand in hand with a company in China, they were a drug factory that had converted their production to Chinese traditional medicine and they wanted to make their medicine more effective and so they were very interested in our products in fact they took our very first prototypes and didn't let us take it back home when you are showing them what it was capable of but that's life, you know, oh, in a friendly way, not, not in a bad way but in the tests we found that a small amount of capsules, we're using about 10 capsules. They could treat a whole pallet of finished product. A pallet is a wooden a, a box, but that high and four feet by four feet wide, and, and boxes get stacked on top of finished product. And then these trucks come along with the long fingers and lift it up and take it away. And we're treating pellets, or they are treating pellets at a time using just a small number of capsules. And so, no, you don't need many. And if you can recall at the very beginning, I said that you can buy one of 
these tablets, cancer drug, uh, drug tablets, from the most hated man in the internet, it costs maybe $600 a tablet, something terrible, terrible like that. And then just keep on using that one tablet. You don't need more than one pill. The effectiveness, I don't believe, gets greater. There may be a limit to how small you can go, and maybe this is why the homeopathy test didn't work, but a, a single capsule, I think, would suffice. You just place it directly onto the coil. Okay. Uh, let's see. Karen, you are saying, if you understand correctly, the link cable can be disconnected after tuning so it can move the receiver unit further away. No. No, Karen, because the transmitter transfers to the receiver using EMF, which is regular electronics, you do need that wire still link between the two units. But you can use a longer piece of wire. So you still need the piece, you still need that length of wire, but just make it really long, and then you'll find more than likely that the tuning point has changed. And it's really interesting too because you'll more than likely find that the signal, the light on the receiver, becomes brighter, which is kind of weird, isn't it? Because you, when you think about it, if it's a radio wave, the further away you go, the weaker the signal. But now you've got a signal, signal that seems to get stronger the further away you go, which is kind of cool. That's the way it is. Okay, now I'm going to share screen and power through the um, questions on... Oh, gosh, I've got a few more questions flooding. Sorry. Let's quickly answer the questions that are coming through the chat. Uh, let's see. Some of these have been repeated on the Q&A. And the question, can Spooky Scalar cure uh, um, uh, uh, arthrosis? Now, for any immune system, Scalar seems to have a great benefit, and there's good, so good research which points to the fact that that is linked with the body's immune system and the body fighting itself, if you like. And so... I don't state that any of our products can cure anything, and we don't make any such claims. But what we can say, what we can offer are reports that people have, and this is what we do in Spooky2Testimonials.com. We don't blow our own trumpet. We let other people blow it for us. And so we don't make claims. We can't say that something cures anything. But if I had um, arthrosis or any... Um, arthritis or anything of that nature, yeah, I'll be I'll be in the field 24/7. I'd find any excuse to just keep home and, and just keep in that field. Especially when you read the reports of research from countries that are very advanced, like Germany, like Russia. Russia's had fantastic research in this field. Initially, they're looking into it as a weapon, enormous energy levels, and direct directing it in, in very focused areas but subsequent to this was looking into it for medicinal uses and really the sky's the limit to what a, what they what you could use it for and so um yeah if you have any condition that is autoimmune any condition that seems to be chronic and doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to be reducing yeah i'd, I'd use scalar for sure especially the fact that you can set it up tune it and then walk away from it. 
Let's let, it, let it hum and do its bit. Gayboy, you're asking an excellent question. Why aren't the two units factory synchronized? <laughs> hey, that's a really good question, actually. And, and the answer is this. They are. They're actually perfectly synchronized. But what's not perfectly synchronized is what's between them. Because between the two units are all the molecules of air, which is hydrogen, helium, oxygen, and all the rest of the thing, and pollutants, plus the ether. And for the scalar unit to be synchronized, it's got to take the unknown, which is between the lids, into account. And so, yeah, we can say an ideal frequency in one location, but you take it to a different location, the humidity, temperature, and all these other variables have changed. And so, uh, because scalar works as a whole, the transmitter, receiver, and everything between it becomes one, including anyone that's sitting in, in, in the field becomes one. In that case, you've got to tune because you're tuning the whole everything as one unit. And this is part of why it's a field of information, because it all becomes one system. What flows in one flows in all. What information is in one is in all. And so, yeah, that's a really good question. They are perfectly synchronized, but they've got to be tuned. And the tuning is so the scalar works in the environment correctly. Okay. Question from John Andrew. How does this compare to Spooky Central? Or could you only buy one, which is a, and which is better for what? Yeah, this is really tough because Spooky Central, Spooky Plasma, they've really got their place. It's, I, I think of them like a hammer. Neither of them can heal. But what they can do is remove what's doing the harm. But what Spooky Scalar does is seem to heal or at least give the set the terrain so your body can self-heal but the question of which one is better ugh, it's a tough question both of them are roughly the same price i think yeah it's a really tough question well neither are expensive really like when you even that both of them added together are cheaper than other plasma units that are out there, and, it's only, and they only are plasma. They don't do any other stuff. They don't do the scalar. Um, which is not answering your question at all, is it? I really don't know, John. I guess it depends on what's wrong. Like if I, if I have a, a cold or a flu, I'll probably use spooky plasma, probably, or remote. Because it's, I don't know, it's because I've always used up to now. Scalar's new, and the reports are coming in every day of how it's helped other people. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, um, maybe, I'd, maybe I, I really don't know, okay? <laughs> I really don't know. And besides, my answer will be biased, you know, because Scalar's new. Maybe I would use Scalar because of the convenience as well. Plasma, of course, you've got to be close to the tube, you've got to have the tube close to your body and you know why you've got to have the tube close to the body we've always told you it's because the near field is more effective but you know what the near field is the near field is scalar 
And so this is part of our learning curve, coming to realize this and coming to realize that we can have the, the effect of having a plasma tube right up against your body, the healing effect of that, but you can have that for great distances. <laughs> That's kind of cool. So um, have I answered the question? No, but I've kind of managed to fumble my way around it. <laughs> um, when you are between the lids, does it matter which way the lids face, inside or outside? Yes, it does. This is another question from you, John. Um, it does matter because if you have them with the uh, with the coils facing each other, so it's not back to back, if you like, the scalar field has to travel over the coils. And so the information of the coils, the EMF, is then being superimposed on the scalar field. And that's not a good thing. EMF, yeah, try and get away from it. And so, you do, and so the scalar field, you want to have a pure scalar field, so have it back to back. It does make it a little bit harder to tune using method two, where you've got to see a light on the receiver coil. For tuning purposes, you can turn the receiver around and push the button and then look at the light and tune it. After it's tuned, you can return the orientation, turn it back to the correct position. You can do it that way, and I've done that on more than one, can, one occasion. But don't run them with the coils facing each other if you can help her. Okay, well that's all those questions on the chat side, and a quick one on arthritis, which is made worse by food sensitivities. Would using the scalar help with this? This is a question by Carol. Carol, um, we have had only experience with one person with allergies. I'm going to give this answer with me on my personal opinion, okay? This is me personally. This isn't the official spooky line. Um, allergies are your body thinking that a food is a poison. Scalar, or not a poison, is a foreign object, something that doesn't belong in your body. And so your body mounts an immune response to a food. That is what an allergy is in a response. It can be through inflammation. It can be seen through a rash. Um, the scalar field passes through your body. The scalar field, how's this for an idea, Carol? Placing whatever you're allergic to on the receiver coil and being within the field. The information of the product passes through your body. You heard that report of the couple that couldn't have a baby because effectively the wife was allergic to the husband's gift and that was overcome through Scalar. And I have read other reports. It wasn't through Professor Mahler's, through, um, through a Russian researcher who... He was more than a researcher, he actually was a doctor, and he treated people for allergies using a scalar device. It was not spooky scalar, and he used molecular modulation, which is placing the product on the coil. And he, over the course of around six to eight treatment sessions, each of which lasted about 15 minutes, I believe he started slow and, and went up and increased the dosage, if you like, made people overcome their sensitivities to food. Now, if you've got an arthritis which is made worse by food sensitivities, 
sensitivities, which is like an inflammation response in joints. Gosh, it's one thing leading to another. As if you don't need arthritis more than food allergies. Well, if you eliminate the food allergies, well, obviously your arthritis will tend to settle down. But also the scalar field will have a direct positive effect on your arthritis. So it's a win-win situation. So my, my personal view is, Scalar fields will be very beneficial. It will be a double, punch, a double whammy. It will get the, it will address the food allergies. If you do it sensibly, start small. For example, if you've got an allergy for strawberries, put a fresh strawberry on the coil, and then maybe sit in the coil for maybe just two minutes. You're not in a hurry. You've lived a lifetime without doing these tests, so a few days doesn't matter. Just sit in the field for a very short time. If there's absolutely no response, bite the bullet, go for 10 minutes the next day. Give yourself a full day to see what the response is, by the way. And if there's no response, then obviously your body is accepting the information of the strawberry in the field. And you may then want to put a, a, a punnet of strawberries on. Just check to make sure your tuning is right and spend more time in there and just repeat for several days. And then... I guess I, it's, it's, this is, again, I don't know your particular situation, Carol, but at some point in time you'd have to want to know whether there is any improvement. Now, I do know that if you scratch yourself and you wipe over the scratch with a food product, if it gets inflamed around the scratch, there's an indication you've got an allergy. And there's proper scratch tests that, they, that the doctors do. For, for doing this, but this is like a, a home <laughs> a home test, you know, you can sort of give a little bit of a scratch with a, with a sharp needle. Don't use a knife, for goodness sake. This is a sharp needle, so a tiny, tiny scratch. You don't have to draw blood. And then wipe whatever food you're sensitive to across the scratch. And if it's red around the scratch, then you know that your body's not liking what you've just done. And, yeah, see if, if your body has become less sensitive there are some products you can also put on the coil in conjunction with the food that you're sensitive to. And these products help you overcome. I can't recall just offhand what these products are. Um, it wasn't honey, but I guess I'd put a bit of honey on anyway. Honey is a cure-all for most things. It's certainly anti-inflammatory. There's something else that's can't remember offhand. Well, I really want to kick into the... Uh, into the okay when you uh, okay the, uh, John you just guidance on using pure yes you did join late but John you're asking a question that was answered earlier on and the video is on Facebook and it will be published on YouTube later on so don't worry you can uh, you can watch later we won't lift you high and dry okay let's get started gosh I'm really over time in this one seriously over time guys let's see if I can power through this final. Q&A. Before I do so, I'll share my screen and get, okay, now we can, this is the presentation I've got to present, minimize some stuff and maximize some stuff and we are away, the Q&A, tuning. Now my, the question is, my spooky scalar consistently tunes at 3 point. 9 megahertz. Is this a concern or is this acceptable? Well, the answer is no. There's two tuning points and there'll be one higher than that. It's just that you haven't found it. The ideal one is 
I've never I've never found one which tune which is tuned below five megahertz. So if it's three or four megahertz, you've almost certainly found the lower tuning point. Because Spooky Scalar, the scalar field is around one and a half times the speed of light, the frequency will be about one and a half times the lower frequency point. So if it's four megahertz, it'll be around six megahertz, which is the ideal. So try and find it. Sometimes it takes a bit of time to see the lights coming in. Um, I'm very good at it now because I've done it a thousand times plus. I can basically do it in my sleep, but it does take a bit of a bit of a bit of a. It takes a bit of time to get used to doing it. I always use method number one because it's more precise, and I just know. I just got a feeling I can I can do it blind almost, <laughs> and we provide links with many of these questions on how to do things in more detail. Okay, this person's used two different tuning methods and you've got two different results. And how do you know which one's more accurate? Well, always method number one is more accurate and method number two is less accurate. Remember, the coil tester is measuring the EMF, which is not directly the scalar field. The scalar field has got an offset frequency to the EMF. And so method number one, even though it doesn't make the lights the brightest, does prov provide the strongest, the most pure scalar field. And of course the tolerance of tuning is very wide. And so don't worry if it's a little bit out. It really doesn't matter. It's 500 kilohertz tolerance. It's half a megahertz. Why does the tuning method number one make the receiver light so dim? The answer is because. Because what? Well, because most of the energy that comes back when you use method number one is scalar. Because this is what you want. There's not much EMF energy, if any. So of course the light will be less bright. Can computers be in the scalar field? And do you have to retune it at some point? other than when you move to a different position. Well, yeah, you can use computers in the field. Anything that's inside the field becomes a receiver and it will absorb some scalar energy. And so anything in the field may change the tuning point. So you can use computers, phones, smartphones. Yeah, don't have to worry too much about it. There's a very, uh, because speaking scale is quite powerful, as I said, during the London conference, I, I treated maybe 45 people simultaneously. I'll say one thing, but I always try and be cautious in what I stay, state. But you can certainly use a computer and other things inside the field. Physician, can I put one box in one room and the other box in another room? Absolutely. And we recommend it too because it makes the treatment area larger. But not just that, if you can go, if you can place, let's say for example, you've got a, a big house with several floors, right? You've got one, you've got three, let's say you've got three levels, you've got concrete everywhere, really massive house. Well, you put the transmitter in one top corner, or bottom corner, doesn't matter if it's going up or down, and the other one in the opposing corner, far, far away. And you get a long piece of wire and you connect the two together. 
you'd have to tune it using method number one or method number three because it's too far away to see the light on the receiver, which is method number two. But you tune them up and you'll probably be surprised at how, <laughs> how much stronger the signal is now that it's going through this concrete and steel. And then you just leave it. You forget it. Then six months down the track, you find that you don't go to the doctor so much, if at all. <laughs> or any of your members go to the doctors. Members of the family go to the doctor either. And yeah, that's, that's the magic of Scalar. Now, when Scalar first turns on, it'll automatically go to the highest frequency of 8 megahertz. You've got to tune down. So if you have a power cut or power gets disconnected for whatever reason, you do have to retune it. But honestly, after you tune it for a few times, it's literally seconds to tune again. You just throw the coil, the tester on the transmitter, tune, 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 it's done. Literally in the time I've said to take it, it's done. So it's very simple. We have a king-size bed, king-size bed. Go on, yeah. <laughs> oh, but it goes on. Is there any harm with the cable going across the top of the bed? Well, the answer is no. Some clinics actually prefer the user, the patients, to hold onto the cable. The person becomes grounded when they hold onto the cable, and they will absorb more of the energy because of this. And I give some information, some technical information about the electrical field and the things that are being missed from the units themselves. The fields are very low. And the point is that if you have the wire touching you, for example, you won't get any shocks, you won't get sick. There's no real bad things that can happen. It's perfectly safe. And there's a link that we provide for more information. What is the maximum permissible horizontal and vertical distance misalignment between the lids? I'm interested in the answer in this one, actually. Now, the lids have got the aerials inside them. These aerials are circular, but they are flat. Because they're flat, it's best to have them facing each other. But you can also have them so they're not. They can be off skewed off some angle it we found in practice that they're not really that sensitive they don't have to be perfectly aligned they don't need to be 100% level with each other you always get the people saying oh I measured this up from the ground this one's the same distance from the ground but life is too short to worry about small details like that and if it doesn't really make any difference well why bother so one can be on the first floor, the other one can be on the second floor of your multi-story house and you can have the lids perfectly vertical and still spooky scalar will work fine. It doesn't really need to be absolutely perfect. If you could see the scalar field, you'd see this giant American football, giant zeppelin between the lids. I don't know what colour you'd want to imagine that. Maybe pink. You'd see this giant pink field between the two units, and it'll be wobbling like this. And where you move the lid, the wobble will follow the lid. Just as you saw the plasma in the demonstration video, follow the finger around the scalar tube, the plasma tube, I should say. That's what will happen here. The scalar 
is following the receiver. Because they're perfectly tuned, perfectly synchronized, in harmony with the ether, with the air, they become one unit. And so the, the field between the two can stretch, can compress, just like a giant soap bubble, pink soap bubble. Okay, and here I give more details about what I've just said now. And you can actually determine where the field is by using a field meter. And you measure the behavior of this field meter when you put your hand in certain places. And you, can feel, you can see the meter read nothing, nothing, and then you go right then you enter the field. Your hand enters the scalar field, that giant pink bubble, and the meter will go nuts. It will start reading a very strong signal. Your body then is absorbing the scalar field. And your body becomes a transmitter. And this giant pink soap bubble envelopes your body, which is kind of neat. Now, regards to the color of the scalar field and the, and the soap analogy, that's just my imagination. It's not pink. It's actually not visible. You can't actually detect it directly using regular electronic equipment. But I like to think of it as a large, as large giant pink bubble. <laughs> Now, if you hold the meter as far away as possible from the field, and then you put your arm or your leg into the field, the meter will show the reading because the field will then cover your whole body. And we give more information about the meter that is used quite often to measure the field and what it's capable of measuring, and also a link for more information. Does it help? Does it make it more powerful if the antennas are perfectly aligned? And it's really the same question again, isn't it? Well, it, it, it probably does help a little bit, but for all intents and purposes, we haven't really measured any increase in performance, unless the, the lids are way out of alignment. Seriously way out of alignment, only then it may have a detrimental effect. But we've had them on a, on an we've had them ninety degrees to each other. So so they're facing the same direction and the antenna is not even facing it. It's just way the the opposite of what you'd say is ideal. And it's still really not made, made any difference whatsoever. So it's very tolerant. So the answer is no. It doesn't make much difference whatsoever. Okay, and you can actually increase the field strength by making the boxes further apart. Usage, can you treat someone who cannot sit or lay, or lay between the lids? Well, yeah, you do the whole house. Or you put a nail between the two. Actually, I'm sure I've answered that one before. Twice, if not once. Okay, uh, would a metal bed affect the scalar field, making it less strong? Well, it may have a slight effect, but no, not really. I mean, the... Metal doesn't really doesn't absorb the scalar field. Probably better to keep the link wire, the link cable away from the bed. But even then, we haven't really found much difference. Only in an ideal situation. So if you can't avoid it, don't worry about it. Just put it where you can. Can you use spooky scalar with the person in a wheelchair? And with the wheelchair effect results? Well, it's the same thing again where the scalar field travels straight through metal and is not affected. 
is very unlike radio waves, which get absorbed by metal, especially grounded metal. And Faraday cages, which are a special kind of shield, have no effect on the scalar waves. I've read it as best that one person at a time uses spooky scalar. Oh yeah, I've answered this one already. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll skip that one. I laugh every time I see it. Okay, um, but I have answered that already. It's safe and okay to share the field. Okay, when you are in the scalar field, do the waves affect only the part of your body in the field or is your whole body affected? Well, because your body absorbs the field and the field gets attracted to your body, all of your body will be treated. It is possible that the strongest part of the field may be where you placed your hand in the original field. But if there is any difference, it's only small. Do we need to change settings for different diseases? No, you don't. <laughs> We've managed to fit that into three paragraphs. Now, you may want to put different essential oils on, which is kind of like tuning it, I guess, molecular modulation. But the, the tuning of the frequency generator that's built into Spooky Scalar only needs to be tuned if you place anything large on the coils, like a cup of water, or if you move the unit from its original location. I find personally that if you turn the unit on and then you wait an hour before tuning, that's ideal because the unit has warmed up and it's settled down. Past then, I find that I never really have to tune it, even if the weather changes. Yeah, it keeps keeps static. So that's what I do. I'm lazy. I don't like to do things too many times. Okay, and I mentioned at the end of this page about a cancer toxin added to a sample of a person that has cancer. It's a urine or blood sample, and that sample can be placed on the receiver coil. The dying cancer cell information gets transferred to the person, and their cancer cells also die. That's really cool information to know if you want to try that. Molecular scalar. Now, this is a very interesting question. Is it possible to produce a negative impact on the body, like a biologically harmful substance, albeit lead or bleach? Gosh. Now, we don't know for sure, and it is possible. And so we recommend always for people to take the safe side of caution. However, chemotherapy, people have been using a bleach, a detergent, if you like, with cancer cells in lieu of a chemotherapy drug because chemotherapy drugs are not readily attainable unless you decide to go down the rocky road of performing, having chemotherapy, then you go home, of course, with your cocktails. But for most people, they've got cleaning products at home, which are like a bleach, which will kill cells. If you have a urine sample or blood sample in a small container, very small container, add a few drops of bleach, put them on the receiver coil, immediately go between the two units, as the cancer cells die, the information of the cancer cells will go through your body and your cancer cells will die. We have not heard of any ill reports of the bleach 
information doing damage to your body. And it could well be that the body is intelligent and your body knows what it needs and your body knows what it doesn't need and what, it, what is bad for it. However, the pathogens don't know what's good and they just absorb blindly what goes through. And so it could be a case of that. I have three forms of B12, two liquid and one pill. And so this question is, what is better, liquid or pill? And what about the dosage? Okay, well, both liquids and solids can modulate the scalar field with the same efficiency as well. It's the molecular information that's being transferred, not the pill package. And so if, the, if it's a capsule, the capsule will have capsulating aids. It could have a gelatine coating and other things to keep it dry and protect it, give it some sort of shelf life. And so that information will also be transferred to you. If you use a liquid, the liquid itself may also have some medium, even just water. It'll have the information of the water, which has got the B12 dissolved in it, or other preservatives, which may be undesirable. So there's no easy answer. However, dry products will have a longer life. And so for stability, maybe it's better to use the powder form or tablet form. In our trials in China, we're using capsules for the transfer of information. Actually, two of them, two of the traditional medicine products were capsule and one was a medicine. And uh, there wasn't any problems that we saw whatsoever. Both of them were modulated at a molecular level in the same way once they had the product on there. Pretty much the, the last sentence answers the question best. Um, trust your instincts and do what you feel is appropriate. If you do decide to uh, put a drug which may have something unhealthy in it, for goodness sake, listen to your body and listen to what your body is saying. If you can do something like muscle testing, do muscle testing and hear the wisdom of your body. My mum has seven to eight pills a day. Oh, I didn't answer dosage either. Well, I, um, with regards to dosage of the B12, because your body absorbs what it needs and disregards the rest, it's kind of, I guess, like a sponge. A sponge will only absorb so much, beyond which time it'll just not become a sponge. It won't absorb any more. And I think our body is like this. It takes what it's hungry for. And whatever it's not hungry for just passes straight through, as scalar waves do. And so I don't believe it is possible to overdose on anything that you put on the coils for molecular modulation. Okay, my mother has seven to eight pills a day. Can we have them put all on the input coil and imprint them on a single glass of water? Absolutely. I like answers that answer in one word. That's a one-word answer, but it does add some more after that. Now, we are not... A single group of researcher. We're not the only people that are doing research on scalar. We've got associations with other groups 
who are also doing research on Scalar. And so Spooky Scalar is like a combination of a lot of people's knowledge and a lot of people's findings. And there's one of these research groups that doesn't just group five or six items. They're not shy. They group about 30 different essential oils, health medications, gosh, everything but the kitchen sink they put on the coil. And they get absolutely astounding results. And so there isn't any limit to the number of oils and drugs or whatever you want to put on there. There isn't any limits whatsoever. So the answer, absolutely. How would the scalar wave barely imprinting the oil and not the chemical structure of the plastic cap. Now there's a lot of discussion about this because of course you can put something into a container but the information of the container will also be imprinted. Now we're at tormenting about this quite early in the piece because most containers, even if it's a glass container, they have plastic lids and so of course the plastic will be imprinted as well. Now, we're not sure on the answer to this. We recommend using glass containers which do not have a plastic lid and also don't have a paper label. And now, later trials, we're adding different essential oils into a single small glass vial where we're using paper tissue. It happened to be unbleached, but that just was the way it was by accident as a stopper on the container if it was inadvertently knocked over. The oil will go over a lovely scale we don't want that. Probably using just a single container, but you could have put several containers on, on I suppose. Some people argue that the information of the plastic doesn't get transferred because it's only organic materials. The organic information that is which is accepted by organic tissue ourselves we don't have hard evidence so we can't give a firm and fast answer there's a link that we provide here which gives information on this in more detail if you want to go to the link just press your finger on the video and you'll go straight to the link actually you won't i'm just kidding rife scalar this is connecting the generator onto the transmitter and transmitting the Rife frequencies to the Spooky Scalar device. Can biofeedbacks be performed while in the scalar? And can it's a double whammy? Can cold lasers, remote, etc., be used at the same time? We cannot perform biofeedback scans whilst in the scalar field because the field will affect the scan results. And it actually affects it a lot to the point of it being absolutely impossible. So don't even try this at home, guys. Um, you can, however, do other treatments. You can use spooky remotes, you can use cold laser, anything else. But because biofeedbacks are so sensitive, in particular generator X, where you're, taught, where you're measuring fractions of a microamp, generator X can detect the effects of the scalar field the effects that it has on your body, which is not what you want when you're just wanting to perform measurements of the modulation that you're putting into the machine. So no, if you're doing a biofeedback, even if you have the scalar device, 
uh, the lid and transmitter far, far away, don't have it on while you're doing the biofeedback. You'll get funny results, results that you don't want. Oh, this is a toughie. What's the difference between Spooky 2's plasma and Spooky 2's scalar? Well, one's black and the other one's beige colour, kind of, bluey. And one makes a noise and, and it makes lots of noise, not too much noise. Now we've managed to get them quite, especially Spooky Plasma is quite a quiet machine now. Um, uses more power. <laughs> um, totally different machines. But in, in the treatment side also, they're very different. The Plasma, whether it's Spooky Plasma or Spooky Central, they work on a different principle. They resonate the pathogens and they disable them. So it's very much a killing device, not so good for healing. Now, I say here it's also good for healing, but not that good for healing. The Spooky 2 Scalar has a scalar field to restore the health and is much better at healing. Now the plasma can also produce scalar fields, so if you can have the tube close to or even touching your body, you're getting the benefits that Spooky Scalar provides. But of course, Scalar can throw this field much further. And the field is also consistent between the transmitter and receiver on Spooky Scalar, so that's another advantage. Okay, there's a frequency generator in Spooky 2 Scalar. What is its function? Well, Spooky Scalar needs a carrier frequency. You remember all the times I've always said that scalar, uh, sorry, carrier frequencies are bad. Well, here you make a machine that's got a scalar, it's got a carrier frequency. <laughs> but at least this carrier is not an EMF, so it's not a harmful carrier frequency, like a carrier frequency would be in a plasma machine. And so that's not so bad after all. And then it's got a carrier frequency because the whole system is tuned. It's like a plasma machine that needs a carrier frequency. They're very simple machines. They've been designed to run at a, only one frequency. They can't run at a broad frequency range. So they're very simple machines. So this is it's, it's, it's like a cheetah's way of, of making a light a plasma light light up. And then you you change the frequency using modulation. Well, scale is the same. You change the frequency using modulation. But, you know, at least the carrier is not an unhealthy carrier. What is the frequency range for rife treatments using a chemical generator? Now, when we were designing Spooky Scalar, we wanted to have as broad a range as possible. And in particular, the ability of broadcasting Royal Rife's original frequencies. I mean, that's the mother vein, isn't it? He's the man that discovered the frequencies for cancer and others. So, spooky scalar can go all the way from DC, which is no modulation, all the way up to the carrier frequency, which is usually over 5 megahertz. Now, we have found in practice that the very low frequencies seem to have like a magical effect like the research at 8 megahertz, which was in a slide I showed before, repairing DNA. Now that's really profound. And 8 hertz is very low. It's eight, 8 signals per second. 
However, spooky scalar can also modulate at the royal rife cancer frequencies, the highest of which is 1.604 megahertz. And spooky scalar can do that without beating, without um, blinking an eyelid. No problems at all. Frequency imprinting. Can I be in the scalar wave while, it should be whilst, whilst imprinting frequencies into water? Well, absolutely. The water that's inside the glass will receive frequencies that are tailor-made for you since the scalar field has travelled through you to get to the water. And how long does it take? Only a few minutes. Now, I guess it does depend on how much you're treating. But if you put a glass of water on the receiver, sorry, on the transmitter coil, it would generally take about three minutes. We had one person wanting to treat gallons of water, so we had to sort of do some, <laughs> do some more work on that one. And we found, well, it wasn't us, it was another researcher, Jeff Cakes, he discovered that it takes longer maybe about 10 minutes or even 15 minutes to treat like a gallon of water because the container is so large you've got to have them between the lids so they become <laughs> they're in the in the scalar zone and um, it, it took about 15 minutes for the uh, frequencies to be imprinted so it does take longer for the larger containers but again a gallon is a, is a lot of water oh can I place it large three gallon gosh I say one gallon is large and Okay, well, I said that too quick, didn't I? So it does take longer. I don't give the time here, but three gallons, maybe an hour, perhaps. Now, the good thing about this is during this hour, there's no noise being produced by Spooky Scatter. It's perfectly quiet. So it's not. it doesn't disturb. You can continue watching whatever you're watching on TV or doing whatever you're doing. It doesn't disturb you. Now we're into the scary miscellaneous section. I'll, I'll just, I, I think we're getting to the, towards the end and I'll answer more questions before finishing. Gosh, it's a long one. Okay, are synthetic fabrics, clothing and bedding obstacles for the scalar field? Okay, now we have found nothing to be an obstacle to the scalar field. We have found that the further away the units are, the stronger the signal. Pretty much the more concrete we throw between, <laughs> between the units in the form of structural walls, the stronger the signal seems. <laughs> it just, nothing seems to slow down a scalar field. If you have tuned Spooky Scalar and you find that the signal is less as you get further away, or if you have them in uh, opposing walls and the walls seem to make the signal weaker. It means that you're in the EMF, the electromagnetic field range of operation. Increase the frequency so you go into the scalar field operation range, which is normally between 5 and 7 megahertz. And then you'll see the magic start. If the distance between the units is 4 feet, what is the scalar field width? Well, it's about 2 feet, as I've said before. If a bacteria or parasite or virus is inside the scalar field, will it also absorb the energy and get stronger? Now, that's a good question. Now, Professor Mal Constantine, his studies seem to indicate that the 
human cells were helped and it didn't seem to help the bacteria and parasite. This may be because we are a macro-organism, we're not a micro-organism. And so if we were a single-celled animal, we'd also suffer the same fate as bacteria and parasites. But we are like a, a city of cells, all working, all these cells working in symbiosis, supporting each other. And so we don't have the any bad effects from the scalar field as the bacteria and parasites do. We've got a link for more information for those of you who want to read more. Oh, this is an interesting one. If my spooky scalar gets inspected at the airport, what would I call them so that I get confiscated? <laughs> yeah. Now, we've bought scalar in several countries. Normally, if a customs officer looks at it, they look a bit bewildered and what we say to them is some of the uses of it, and one in particular, which is for plant growth, because Spooky Scalar has got tremendous potential in agriculture, tremendous potential, where plants that are growing in the scalar field grow markedly faster than plants that don't. And so... I give that part of the answer to them. I'm not going to sit down and cover all the points that Scalar can do. And so I give the easy one. So I say it's for plant growth, to help plants to grow. And there's no restrictions on what products I bring into whatever country to help my plants grow. And when we go back to China, which will be next week, we'll be doing more experiments on plant growth. So it's without a word of a lie. We're going to use it for experimental plant growth experiments, yeah. And here we have the picture of that plant that went crazy in the field. Now since more than one person being treated in the field decreases the strength, can you boost the field size and power by using two or more sets of, of scalar units all tuned together. Now, you can do this, but we don't recommend it. It's two reasons. First of all, you don't need to, because scalar seems to get stronger the further apart it is, so you can save them further apart and, and then treat more people. I don't know what the limit is before the bubble bursts between the units. The units that were used in Germany were very low-powered units, and so they had a limit of maybe 40 feet but our unit seems to be quite a bit stronger than theirs as our unit is well no i won't compare the two our unit is good let's put it that we'll summarize our unit is good in my mind it's significantly better but um another problem is if they're perfectly tuned they won't be tuned to the same frequencies. In other words, they'll be, even if they're the same frequency, actually, they won't be coherent. The waveforms will not be coherent. And so they won't be fully synchronized and you won't get the benefit of the two units. So I wouldn't recommend it. Can you, so if I answered that, you can use a phone or wear an Apple Watch in the unit, in the scalar field. Okay. But you do, it is good to have the two units as far apart as possible. We almost there, yeah, I'm sure of it. Uh, I've done this without a drink of water. I think I can do it. 
Okay, when using Spooky2 Generator to run a program, wouldn't this change the frequency of the scalar field and result in it collapsing? Now, no, the Spooky2 Generator will change the, it will modulate, which means alter the scalar field. But it doesn't change the carrier frequency and it will not result in the collapse of the scalar field. Now, one of the difficulties we had when we were developing Spooky Scalar was just that. It's very easy for that scalar field to collapse. But Spooky being Spooky, we found a way, found a really good way, and we, we do it that way. Does Spooky 2 Scalar have any adverse effect on metal implants in the body? And no, because Spooky Scalar does not interfere or interact with any metal it won't interact with the metal implants that are within your body having said that you all know the general warning people that have got pacemakers or are pregnant or any implants for that matter shouldn't use any uh, electrical product for their body this you, you use spooky scalar on your own thoughts on your own decision but our recommendation is not to scalar fields pass directly through metals if it's not then it doesn't really interact with the metal you can't use for example this coil tester to measure the scalar field directly because the scalar field just goes straight through it all you can do is measure the electromagnetic field and then extrapolate from there and so if this was a medical device inside your body and you're in the scalar field, this again will not light up. It wouldn't have any effect on this unit whatsoever. The end. Well, guys, we did it. We got to the end of it. And I, I saw a couple of questions coming through online. I'm going to have to do it for the, for the sake of being complete because I know that Speaking Scale is a new machine. Many of you will have questions that... Um, that, are, that remain unanswered. Okay, so I'll just have a look and see what I haven't answered. Uh, okay, now Dave, you're asking is there only one type of scalar wave generated, which is a carrier, or can different types of scalar wave be produced? Now, the scalar is. A form of energy quite often I refer to it as a scalar field because the energy for all intents and purposes is like a giant bubble so it's static it's stationary it's like a standing wave which is like the rope which was in the slideshow I showed earlier on and there is only one type of scalar field one type of scalar wave of course you can change that wave put information on in the form of substances in the form of modulation you can change that wave allow the field to transfer the information but there is only one type of field in its scalar okay uh, oh this is a tough question from Daniel Carrington uh, if you were to place a Nubian pyramid between the boxes, would it focus the wave into a beam and discharge from the top or increase the range from the scalar field outwards? Look, I've got to be straight, Daniel. We haven't tried it. But going by your question, I'd say that you'd probably be a better person to experiment than ourselves. 
You know, the good thing about Spooky is, Spooky is a collection of not just me or not just a small group of people, a large group of people scattered throughout the globe, all put, putting ideas forwards to advancing knowledge. And you may be one of them, Daniel. Maybe you have a Nubian pyramid and you can try yourself. Or perhaps someone else is watching this video and can report back to us because I cannot give you a straight answer. I have not tried it. I can only surmise. And I really haven't got a clue. Okay, and I've answered the synchronization and I've answered the comparison with spooky plasma. And I've answered the orientation of the lids which have to be facing the lid, each other back to back. And uh, John Andrew, you've asked, is there guidance on when to use pure scalar, molecular scalar, or rife scalar? Uh, now, that wasn't actually answered before. We've answered, we've explained the use and how to run it. Uh, when to use it? No, th there is no firm guideline. As time goes by, because Spooky Scale is so new, the protocols are still being set up. But as time goes by, we'll be getting reports of people saying, hey, I'm, I'm absolutely cured of this, at which time they will tell us what protocol they use, how they did it, and then we'll set them up as a factory-provided protocol preset within Spooky, uh, writing blogs. We spread the knowledge. We want people to be well. We don't like people being sick. So um, there's no fixed guideline to when to use pure scalar. But I will say this, though. Because scalar is a, a healing, healing um, field, if I was to order Spooky Scalar and get it, the very first thing I'd do is just turn it on. Set the units far, as far apart as I can do it and tune it and just leave it. I just, and, and after then, then I'll do some reading, do some research. I'd buy one of those books I recommended earlier from Professor Mel Constantine or the Russian books. It's hard to get the books which have been translated, but they are out there. Or the thesis, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the journals that have been written in the scientific the scientific journals that have been published, you can get those on the internet. And I do some research, but while I'm going through the curve, I'll be still on the path of being healed. And then I'd make a decision, well, hey, I've just discovered that this, this essential oil is fantastic for this condition, and my body would want it. And so then I put the oil on and change things change the treatment as I as, as, as time goes by. But the very first thing I'd do is just turn it on. And that's what that woman did in China. She just turned it on. She didn't even know the name of it. It's just, you know, we, we gave it to her. It wasn't, f it wasn't f on the condition of providing any feedback or anything. We just, you know, it wasn't given to her. It was lent to her. And she applied it and, and gave us good news at the end of it. So first thing to do, turn it on, tune it. That's it. And then just take your time learning about it and, and go from there. Okay, right, there's some Q&A things that have come up. And let's see if I can finish this quickly. I bet half of you are sleeping by now. 
Dum uh, dum. Answer that one and that one. Okay, answer that one. Answer that one. And I've answered that one. Wow, I think I've answered just about everyone. And someone's asked me the to repeat the title and the author of the Scalar book that I mentioned earlier. Okay, the book was written by Professor Mayor Constantine. That's M E Y L. Surname K O N S T A N T I N E, I think. Maybe not near the end. Constantine, yes, it has got near the end. And it's the Scalar volume number two, where he talks about scalar medicine. In other journals and other books that he's written, it's more about scalar energy transfer, free energy the type of things that Nikola Tesla was involved with. But Spooky's not too interested in that side of scalar energy, but it's there if you want. And the books aren't expensive. And there are some Russian scientists that have also released um, books and papers pertaining to scalar energy. Uh, they're, they're, it's easy to find those, but it's harder to find them in English. And Daniel's off. Nice thing, Daniel. Bernard's off. See you, Daniel. Hey, really sorry that it's taken so long. Yeah, gosh, some of you must have sore bottoms by now. <laughs> I've got a sore bottom, dry throat. I'm not in the scalar field. I should have had it on. Oh, gosh. I've got the scalar unit just, just on the table here, but I didn't demonstrate it. I should have done, maybe. Well, that, that uh, concludes episode 66 of SAMA. I've probably brought the whole internet down to its knees with the bandwidth that I've used, but that's that's it. I've kind of flown through the presentation. I'm sorry if I've only touched on some of the items, but really, spooky scalar, it's kind of a no-brainer. We had, we developed the mirror mate, the mini magic, which is our pulsed EMF unit, and that was a core device for us to develop because that was so simple. You turn it on and it starts working. We're very aware that a lot of Spooky products are very complicated to use. So when we could, when we made the Spooky Scalar, and we, we realized that we could just have it like basically turn on and then like tune a radio that anyone can do. You don't need to really read a manual and learn the finer details. We were so happy because we finally had another product that was simple to use. And of course you can get clever and put products on coils and products, you know, put water on the receiver coil and imprint frequencies and do rife modulation and all the rest of it. But that woman at the start of this summer who reported her tumour mass going from this to the size of a pea in just over two months by just tuning the unit on and tuning it. I'm not even sure that she tuned it exactly right. We gave her instructions that um, was translated into Chinese for this woman and she was she had tried basically everything. She'd started the, this drug and she'd been told this drug at the very best could stabilize her cancer. It cannot cure it. Cannot cure cancer. To give her a lifeline like this with a device that you just can you can just turn on and use, you know. As, as I said before, 2018 has been a long year. It's had its ups and downs.
But that one thing, that one feedback, has suddenly made all the lows worthwhile, all the hardships, all the hard work that we put into it. <laughs> and we got we got word of this actually after we left on the plane on the way to the conference here in or over there in London, over over the over the water, because I'm in of course France now. And um, so this is why we sort of we fitted it into the presentation. It's just so you know, it's, it's we always, we always get our greatest satisfaction from giving. You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's great to receive things too. But you, you imagine, you remember when you give something and you look at a person's face and their face lights up and they're happy. This, you can't describe it, can you? But just this, it's 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 spooky. I tell you, it's it's really spooky. Look, I'll I'll call it a I'll call it quits now. Thank you so much for those of you who have had the tenacity to stay with me for all this time. What is it? Three three hours. This has been three on oh, yeah three and a bit hours. It's been a marathon of a summer. Thank you, everyone, for watching.